Vulpa Gundam style. Oh, thank God you said it in a normal way. <laughs> I could not do the Sirocco voice to you with the, the what we're about to get into. Maybe oh, next God. episode. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> One for Colin's final mercy. Yeah. <laughs> Colin's counterattack. Oh, man. You're, you're As the only person who knows how this anime ends, uh... I'll be doing yeah. it next episode, that's what I can tell you. Would you uh, say that we're going to see the Tears of Time finally, after 16 weeks? I think we've been seeing the Tears of Time for this whole show, but definitely uh. we're going to see more uh, next What's time. What's the show? What's the show? Do you mean Wow Cool Robot or Zeta Gnudim? Yeah. The, one of, it's one <laughs> of those, and the other is the other one. Yeah. Sorry, I'm just sitting here, think, I'm still thinking about Tears of Tim, Alan. Yeah. <laughs> The Tears of Tim. The Tears of Tim. That's really good. I want to see them. You will see the Tears of Tim. (laughs) Wait, what if instead of a new tie flash, it was a Tim Allen grunt? (laughs) Hi, my name is Colin. My pronouns are they and them. uh, And welcome to Wow Cool Robot uh, with my co-host, Max. Hi, I'm I'm Max. I use he, him pronouns. And Sarah. Hi, I'm Sarah. I use she, they pronouns. Welcome to my twisted podcast. (laughs) I'm trying, I'm racking my brain, rotating it in my head, trying to find a, a, a mobile suit that I can twist into Tim Allen's name. Um, oh, oh um, it's it's Tim Dias. Tim Dias, thank you. Um, <laughs> wait, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. It's coming to me. Uh-huh. Tim Allen B. Beardsley. Wow. That's a G Gundam, don't worry about it, Sarah. Okay. Colin knows. Okay, Just, yeah. That, yeah. Also, uh, my 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 uh, Owen Wilson horny vo- voice wow. wow still applies. Don't say Owen Wilson horny. Uh, hey, who has the first episode? Uh, I do. Really, really, really afraid. <laughs> Don't be scared, Max. Everything's going to be fine. For this episode forty-six, known as Shiraku Rises. So, in this one. Paptimus is going to go to a meeting on Guadine with Haman and Jamatov. He's going to take Rekko where Sarah is like, but I want to come. So he's like, yeah, fine, you can come. So she comes. Uh, meanwhile, uh, Katz hears about this meeting and is like, fuck, he runs off out to go to it. He has a gun. He's going to kill Paptimus. And everyone is like, no, don't kill Paptimus. Uh, but in the end, it's actually Char, because Char was already on the Guadine hanging out with Mineva, who manages to find Katz, confiscate his gun. Everything's fine. Everything's going to be fine. Don't even worry about it. At the meeting with uh, Paptimus and Ham- Haman and Jamatov, St- I don't know, fucking some stuff happens. And, um, well, the thing is that Paptimus is going to shoot oh Haman, but God. then Shar boosts in, he shoots Paptimus, and then Sarah shoots Shar, destroying the whole room. And afterwards, Paptimus shoots Jamatov, and everyone runs away into space. Then the Titans shoot the Guardian because um, the Paptimus tells him that Haman killed Jamatov, and then Haman comes after to shoot Paptimus. And then there's a thing where no one shoots each other for a while because there's like the sickest sand battle is happening. Uh, but then Katz comes in, he's going to shoot Paptimus, but Sarah gets in the way. In between him and Paptimus, Paptimus shoots Katz, and Sarah gets in the way between Paptimus and Katz. Rekua gets in the way. Um, Char comes in, Emma comes in, Camila's here, and then just kind of everyone has to leave because there's way too many mobile suits. <laughs> the throw up. The episode is just a bit. That's the whole episode. Dear sister. Oh my god. <gasps> so the Jupiter is here. <laughs> oh my god. I was really okay, no, is 
I was really worried that, like, as you were going on that, I was like, uh-oh, they're probably going to run out of, you know, like, the two minutes or so it takes for that, like, Zeta battle music to play during the summaries. Turns out I didn't need to be worried about anything at all. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my stomach hurts. Oh, ooh, what a good way to start this episode. Listen, this is the energy. We are, this, this is, is the, the, it's the finale of Wild Kill Robot. We've got to just kind of... What you say? Oh, that you- I I feel like Agent Cooper at the end of the second season of Twin Peaks, which I just finished <laughs> like recently rewatching, and like this is good. This is gonna be a good episode. Uh, so hey, 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 he's here. He's here. Who's Shiraku? My boy. My my favorite mobile suit from Zeta Gundam is here. What the the yellow one? Yo. What? Go away, Har. I'm not talking about you right now. <laughs> Wait. <what? laughs> Sarah, this this the O is my Haro's favorite right, Zeta though. suit. This is this looks like shit. It's so boring. I mean, the oh, well, you right have there. Okay, to be fair, you haven't seen the O's trick yet. <laughs> but like, I just I love it. I love that Papnus is like ace in the hole. Is this just like f- big fucking just like BBW of a suit? I will say, like, the details on the chest are so mm. weird and cool to look at, like, as they, like, w- walk by it in that first shot. Thank you, Sarah. I almost <laughs> forgot. <laughs> I just love this episode's energy. This is, okay. It's gonna be good. Like, like the little chest details just look so nice when they're at, like, pilot scale right next to it. Mm-hmm. The, the O is just, like, so big and round and pointy. I love it. Just a, a, tr- a truly delightful man. Um, Sarah, I, I do need you to know that the f- fandom calls this Patrick Star because it's big and large and has a pointy head. Mm-hmm. That was the bit the whole time that we're dredging <laughs> it up from the ocean. Yeah. That's, that's like 20% of the mobile suits in Zeta. <laughs> okay, it is, yeah, but, th- but this is the best one. Okay, fair, I guess. Like, literally, I didn't, I didn't even, like, notice it until, like, he was having a whole stand battle with, um... <laughs> Come on, and I was like, what the fuck is Paptimus driving? Like, what is that? <laughs> Yo, Paptimus, why does your car look weird like that? It's simply <laughs> the biggest boy imaginable. Uh, oh, just truly large and in charge. Um, like, yeah, like you were saying, Colin, we are on the Jupiter right now. <laughs> I got too excited. No, you're fine. This is, uh, yeah. So, uh, yeah, Sarah's calling out Rekawa as um, kind of, like, getting between her and Paptimus that, like, you know, she would definitely be the one going on this mission if Rekawa hadn't come and inserted herself, you know, and Paptimus is just, like, so enamored with the fact that Rekawa abandoned AU to be here, but, like, Sarah's been here the whole time, and, yeah, it's just the girls are fighting. Yeah, there's a really sort of clunky translation job with this, because as Sarah's talking to Rekua, she says the equivalent of, like, Paptimus would be enamored with me if I was also an Ayuk defector. But the way okay, the I'll subtitles... Okay, I'll give you the... Mm. Say the subline first? The, the subline is basically, like, like I, it, it doesn't talk it as if it were, like, a, a conditional. It's basically, it, like, the subs say, like, that Sarah is an Ayuk defector, which has really confused me at first. I was like, wait, no, she's not from Ayuk. It's just, it's just a bad sub job but like yeah she's saying like if i if i were an egg defector like you he'd love me as much the the dub the dub of this exchange is sarah says mm, well maybe if i'd been a traitor to Ayuk, i'd be the one cozying up to him right now mm. um oh interesting that it's like more on Rekua than on paptimus huh yeah i mean like this it like for, for, for how this is kind of reads it's just sarah being jealous 
Yeah, yeah, both both yeah. ways. Like, it's like Sarah being extremely jealous of other girl. Yeah. Um, and then Rekua says the fucking she's she's having a laugh, mate, because she says um, he treats both of us the same, Sarah. <laughs> yeah, it, no. Just having a laugh there. I mean, she he treats both of them the same way in that he's pressed their reset router button way too many times. But <laughs> yeah, not not that you want that to be a good thing, Sarah. Please get some help. Yeah. Yeah. So Sarah like calls her right. He's like, "Does he fuck, mate?" I don't know either from the north now. It's fucking. <laughs> they are. No, is they it are. A Gundam Northern that's Edition. What, that's what happens when you go past. Uh, when you go past Mars. Yeah. You yeah. Know. Yeah. Well, it does prove that Yazan is drinking um, uh, Bucky just constantly. <laughs> <laughs> that's why he's like that. <laughs> um, but eventually, Pap Papus is like, no, 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 right. but like, mm. um, because Rekka's response is. She's like, oh, yeah, she's right. Shiraku is the only person who's ever treated me like both a woman and a soldier. Oh, yeah, I didn't want to talk about it. I'm tired of this shit. Yeah, we're done with this plot line. I wish it was better. I had high hopes. I've, I've always have high hopes for Rekawa when we, like, move into the end of Zeta. And I always have to remind myself that this is what it is. It's just, it's turf bullshit. It sucks. Worst, worst part about these episodes is that Rekawa has not been killed yet. <laughs> yep, yep, oh, yep. God. Okay, let's forget she ever said it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Paptimus is like, okay, Sarah, you can come too. Fine. You know, the kids are fighting. Let's all go. Yeah. We're, we're all friends here. Um, he does also get word from Jamatov that, uh, the, you know, they're they're going explicitly to negotiate with Haman, uh, but Jamatov has told them to not start negotiations until he is also there, mm-hmm. um, which I guess Paptimus begrudgingly agrees to <laughs> yeah and, and but he's like he does a very cool like clenches fist slams on his dashboard maniacal act he's like oh he has some designs for this meeting <laughs> this is not going to be your regularly quarterly meeting no he's going to spice it up a little bit i think yeah he's got some uh points to raise at the board meeting <laughs> hey all right there we go sarah now you're coming around to it yeah on the argama uh cats is still here <laughs> remember Remember yeah. cats? Yeah, cats. Cats is very worried that Quattro has not returned from the Guadon, um, and uh, you know is like you know mouthing off about it. Camille's telling him to calm down; it's totally fine. It's just taking a while. That's all. And then they get a call to the kind of like pilot uh, briefing room, and mm. uh, Cats picks it up and then immediately runs off. Um, and when Camille goes to pick the phone up and find out what the fuck they told Cats, uh, they said they <laughs> intercepted a message from the Jupiteris. Uh, that they are also coming to the Guadon. You hate to see it. Yeah, remember Ugh. when phones had cables and you could like just like kind of throw them and run away and they'd be dangling there dramatically? Yeah, we really think, lost I a lot of society. Yeah, yeah, really. Um, but yeah, Cat like immediately gets in the G defensor, and Camille has to follow after him. And like, I, I, I think does Camille like run to the room and like uh, Taurus is there? It's like yeah, where uh, Paptus is going, and like. We see cats on the sort of runway, like as he's getting ready, and like he sort of like the, the conveyor stops halfway, and you're like, yeah. oh, "Bro, we didn't give the order," and he just like basically is like, "Fuck that!" He floats up and like you know, <laughs> verniers to the side and flies off anyhow. Yeah. This kid, yeah, like, put him on a cause, leash because he can't like use the catapult to like launch, but he can still like fucking hover and bunny hop the G defensor yeah, exactly. sideways and There's just no sort gravity. of yeah. Well, he just sort of falls off the argument instead of launches off it. It's, it's yeah. not very graceful. The thing that's hilarious about this to me is the fact that Astonage keeps letting him get halfway onto the catapult and is like, "Oh wait, I should probably check in on this first. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, and I noticed because like he does the same thing next episode 
but they just mirror the shot. So it's like he's going out the exactly. other side and they're like, no, 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 cut, 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 cut. Oh, no, uh, no, no we, did it again. we lost him. Oh, uh, dang it. Happened yeah. again. Oh, yeah. well. Yeah. They launch. Camille's going after him. Yeah. Uh, Bright gives approval for Camille to go after Cats uh, and bring him back. And meanwhile, like, tells everybody else to, like, get ready to launch if they have to sortie. <laughs> and it's what more I like do when say... they have to sortie. <laughs> yeah, they're fucking gonna. What I do want to say about this scene is Camille here it's this is kind of where it starts because like he's in the uh they're just hanging out waiting for shit to go down and like Camille like kind of snaps at cats like he's very waspish here and like it just keeps getting worse over these three episodes Protestantism in space what I didn't know they had Protestantism in space I don't get it wasp I don't get it white Anglo-Saxon Protestant Cool. Didn't that know what that was. That's that's a very New England thing. Like that Damn. is specifically a variety of people that exist in New England are wasps. <laughs> that's very American. Yeah. My guy, we have many other ways to describe Protestants over here. In <laughs> oh yeah, I'm sure you have a lot more. Uh, probably some more colorful language. <laughs> um. Uh, all right. Fuck off, Greg. Really. Um, but yeah, like, because he's, he's, like, fucking going after cats, and he's like, fucking cats, I can't believe I fucking go after this guy again, oh my fucking god. Like, that's the vibe that he's starting here with. Mm-hmm. He's not happy, he has to wrangle the boy. Yeah. Um, and I, I think, like, we're cutting over to the Guadon, and they sort of, like, get word that, oh, this is Papamus and, and his his ladies. Yeah. I shouldn't, because I shouldn't say it like that. Um, They get word that only two of them can enter the Guadon. And they both like sidle up to Paptimus and we get like two little cut in portraits. And then Rekka was like, <laughs> um, she does the Katniss Everdeen hand and she's like, I volunteer to stay back because yeah. I have a bad feeling about this. And like, and like Sarah's like, Rekka, like <laughs> sort of, I guess like sensing that she's either like, you know, patronizing her or like doing something nice for her. But either way, I don't think she's happy about it. Yeah. It's yeah. like either way she knows that like, because Reko was the one to like volunteer, that's going to get a yeah. brownie points with Soroko. Exactly. Exactly. Even, even if uh, Sarah gets to go on, on the Gwadon date with him, it's still, you know, it's, it's just going to be sniping from here on out. <laughs> mm-hmm, right. Um, do we cut over to the weird violin scene now? Yeah. <laughs> yes, I love this scene. It's so cute. Oh, I just, violin. I just, I just wanted to see her actually play the violin and see that she was good at violin and that she's playing it for her best friend, Char. And Char's listening to her play the violin. He's got his eyes closed. He's kind of doing the cocktail listening pose. And then she, like, plays, finishes playing. And he's like, oh, well, you're, like, really good. And he says, you have you have soothed my soul. It's yeah. very sweet. Hello, it's also Mr. very Charles sinister, but it is very today sweet. Today I will play for you Paco Bell's Canyon in D. I don't I think it's a violin Taco piece. Bell's I don't care. <laughs> That's what she says in the show. Hello, yeah, I yeah. would I would like to play Taco Bell's Cannon because Shaw, I would enjoy if you brought me back some cinnamon twists. <laughs> so I just felt like your soul needed soothing, and there's nothing more soothing for the soul than some nice Taco Bell. I saw a commercial on TV. They have a new dragon fruit freeze. Can you please get me a small one of that, please? <laughs> Dude, if it's if it's before eleven a.m., can I please have a breakfast crunch wrap too? My my tummy is too small for me to drink even an entire small dragon fruit freeze. So Shaw, you can have half of it, and we can share. My girlfriend said I sound like Adam Sandler when I do that voice. That's <laughs> <laughs> so mean. It's it's, it's uh, sure. Um, um, okay, no, but like God. they do have like a really 
formal conversation. It's so stilted. It's so awkward. Maneva yeah. is such a tiny little adult child. <laughs> yeah, it is, like it is very creepy. Um, mm. But it also does like there's enough. You can feel that she is genuinely affectionate towards Shar. But the only she's just been trained to express herself in this incredibly formal manner, and you're like, Ugh. yeah, yeah. The, the line where she's like, I'd love to, you know, she has to, she she gets called to go to the Guanbon, which is a different uh, Axis flagship. Maybe get a better Guanbon. get a better naming scene, Guanbon Pon. Um, <laughs> and and oh, it's a loud motorbike. Um, and and she's like, I, you know, I'd love to hear more about my mother and father. And I'm like, oh, ooh, ah, ooh. <laughs> the, the one that Amaro killed. <laughs> Yeah, and she also, she also, she's like, oh, wow, I can't wait for the restoration of Zeon. Then I wouldn't have to keep moving everywhere all the time. I hear side three is really not. It's just, and yeah. Shara's just kind of staring at her like, hmm. She yes. specifically says that she hears side three is like Shangri-La. And that's a, okay. that's a Gundam term I've heard before, Colin, right? Um, so that's, huh. There is a colony called Shangri-La. Um, it isn't going to show up until Zeta. Um, and also, I don't think she's referring to the colony Shangri-La, because Shangri-La, the colony Shangri-La fucking sucks shit. Uh, Okay, I knew that Shangri-La is a double Zeta thing, but I was like, it's weird that they name drop it. It sounds like she meant it more as just like a comparison to Paradise or what have you. Yeah, I I mean, I I would say because of the translation is Paradise, that's what she means. Okay. Uh, Garden of Eden. That's probably like an intelligent thing from the the localization to say. Wow, they immediately named a colony Shangri La, and it's a garbage dump. And uh, yeah, <laughs> do you get it? Do you get it? Um, no, but she- I'm sure I will when I watch Zizi. Elliot's cat. And yeah, so 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 Shar is like, like so she's 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 moving to another ship. Interesting. And then we sort of cut over to a Haman scene. Um, yeah, I think she's, like, letting, like, they, they get a radio that someone from, um, the Argama's landing, and she's like, yep, let, you get, you get one, is what yeah. she says. Yeah. You get one, as long as it's not the Zeta Gundam. <laughs> <laughs> and then, yeah, we, we cut over to Katz, who's the one who's landing, and he's just, like, purposefully loading his ray gun, like, yeah. I'm gonna oh, get yeah. it. Oh, yeah, he is like, I am, I am 15 years old, I'm going to take a life today. <laughs> yeah, I am 15, yep. and I definitely believe I'm the protagonist of Zeta Gundam. <laughs> That's what that Taylor Swift song was really about. <laughs> Killing kill an old dude in space. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, like, we see Rekko sort of doing recon outside, and then she sees Zeta flying in, and, like, he, Camille, like, squeaks in as just, like, the little sort of, like, garage door is closing in the landing bay. Yeah. And then everyone's like, what the yeah, fuck? Yeah, Zeta reaches back, here? takes its hat suavely. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and he lands, and, like, you know, everyone has guns and everything, and, like, they're, they, they get cats out, and, like, they're sort of taking him away, I guess. Because, yeah, cats you know, gets arrested, kind of. Cats gets yeah. arrested, yeah. It's like, he's allowed to enter, but then they're also going to arrest him when he lands. And well, then Camille, like, they, like, they believe Cats is a messenger from the Argonne. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then Camille gets out, and they start shooting at him immediately. Yeah. And, like, Sarah sort of floats down him because she's been chilling. You know, she's chilling in the, the Ball and Oak Saman the whole time. She floats down, and Camille's like, Sarah, Sarah, you gotta help me, Sarah. Sarah, Katz is going to kill someone right now. He's gonna kill Paptos and Hyman. Sarah, you gotta do something. He's like grabbing her leg. Like, Sarah, please yeah. do something, it's Sarah. Sarah, you have to help me. Yeah, he's like, what did you do to what did you do to Katz? You messed up a perfectly normal boy. Please stop him from <laughs> Look killing Paptos. He's got new type anxiety, Sarah. <laughs> 
And yeah, like, well, speaking of cats having new type anxiety, he's like in the, I don't know, being arrested and fucking does things that a protagonist of a show would do uh, and like sticks up his arrest her. He's very angry. He's not yeah. good at it, though. He like captures the, the his guard in the elevator so that he can go and do spy shit. It's very good. Mm. I actually like cats in this episode, to be honest. Yeah, yeah he does a couple of cool things here because like he's like having a struggle with a guard the whole time and like how convenient that he's doing this literally outside the room Shar is sitting in. Yeah. And Shar pops out and it's like, oh, hell yeah. And he like pops up behind and knocks the guard out. It's so cool. I love yeah. Shar. What a cool yeah. guy. Yeah. And because he like gets into like a, a, like a sort of arm wrestle with like a full, full ass grown Xeon man. And he's like this 14 year old child. And I'm like, mm, cats, cats, you, you, you really thought you were going to win this one, huh? Yeah. You're real. David and Goliath situation. Also, yeah. during this whole thing, like, they sense what's going on, and Sarah really, li- literally says that she can't do anything to stop cats. <laughs> yeah, she's like, nah, this boy is a loose cannon. Nuh-uh, not touching this one, chief. Um, after after they get subdued, the guard, rather, we cut over to the meeting room, and, like, I think Patmos shows up, and he's, like, saying some shit with uh, Hyman. And Haman shows up, and then Hyman says this really funny line. Yes, yeah, so she's the last. Like, she's the last to show, and, and Hyman's like delays in producing more cyanide gas. Haman, <laughs> get her ass. It's a very Freaking good line. Like it's sassy so funny. little bitch. Oh man! Uh, before she shows up, uh, Hyman does question Sirocco about why he didn't come to help at the gate of Zidane and just let the entire base get blown up, which is valid. Eh, uh, car troubles. We've yeah. all been there. He had a flat yeah. tire. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Pops, basically because Poptimus is like, yeah, I'm sorry. Well, that shit yeah. happens. <laughs> what can you do? He's like, yeah. he does it like the damn, that sucks. Anyway. And yeah, there's a kind of, you know, they have, there's a, I don't know, there's a, we cut back to the dock briefly, uh, but I don't think much happens there. Uh, Camille gets like searched by a guard and is like telling them like, you need to go stop your boss from being <laughs> killed right now. <laughs> yeah. Zeon guard, people are dying. Sarah, I'm just I love that <laughs> video so much. I just still think about it. It's really good. Um, it's just fun how that guy's name was Max. Um, just something Kinda to think crazy. about. Crazy, huh? I'm thinking about it. Um, <laughs> but yeah, in the boardroom, <laughs> Haman is all kind of like, "All right, space is mine. I'm gonna be queen of space. You Earth people, shut the fuck up." And she kind of looks over at Paptimus when she says this, and yeah. Paptimus is like, "Okay, yeah, fair enough." I am a space guy. I'm from. I'm big brain. New type from Jupiter. He doesn't actually say that, but he says. However, I have pledged my loyalty to His Excellency and sealed it with blood. Yeah, and then he reaches into like his like breast pocket and immediately mm-hmm. like Camille senses uh, Sirocco's murderous intent. It's really it's good. so good. <laughs> it's like just this just like smash cut almost comedically, except extremely sinister. Yeah. There's some funny things in these episodes, I gotta say. <laughs> um, an interesting subline here is yeah, that, it, 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 in, I mean, I, I don't know if she says exactly in the dub, Sarah, but in the sub, she says that, like, you know, the Titans fucking suck because their souls are being dragged down by Earth's gravity. So, like, is the whole Earth's gravity soul thing a Char line or is it a Haman line that Char picked up? I, th- I think it's a general Zeon line. Um, yeah, I, I think, I, I think, I think is, it's a yeah. Mr. Zeon Daikun line. It, yeah, it's a Zeon oh, Daikun. Remember that guy? 
Yeah, uh, because also Homan brings up the fact that the Federation is probably going to abandon the Titans soon. Uh, and at this point, wow. it's basically wonder like, what could be happening. Yeah, like the Federation is just going to hold on to Earth. But really, there's barely any people on Earth to begin with. They don't have a lot of power. And so it's basically like the Titans and uh, Neo Zeon or Axis Zeon, like basically fighting over who gets to control space with AU uh. trying to fu- fuck both of them up. And it's just we're in a very cool, precarious position right now. <clears throat> on a razor's edge. Yeah, it's fine. They just need to talk to each other a bit. They'll sort of die. It'll be fine. No one has any kind of overwhelmingly murderous intent, which is perverberating throughout the entirety of the Guardian. Yeah. Um, meanwhile, Char and Katzer, they're stalking about. Uh, Char Do you want to shout out yeah. another cut, actually? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Because we get the cut from uh, Shiraku to Camille, who's like, oh, I sense murder. And then he kind of like looks right a bit and he's like, mm, something else is coming. Smash cut to Char. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, basically, they take a guard out. Char gets a uh, gets a gun, gives Cats back his gun, and tells him to like get out of here and like go home. Char will take care of the rest. <laughs> God. Oh, yeah. I thought I thought this. I thought Char had just like borrowed Cats's gun to do the murder. I, that was way funnier to me. Oh no, no, yeah. The, oh yeah. The way that I read it is like Char borrows Cats's gun to murder a guard. Gets the mm-hmm. guns guard. Gives Cats back Amaro's gun because Char can't use Amaro's gun. Continue. No, uh-huh. of course yeah. not. So here's how I think it's gonna go. To- <laughs> Yeah, Sirocco pulls a gun on Haman, uh, just as Char runs in and uh, shoots Sirocco. <laughs> there was it. There's like a kind of a standoff moment before when Papamus does have the gun on Haman, and Haman is like, "Oh, you're just gonna shoot me in the Better middle of my hurt. ship." Better make and it count. And is like, "Yeah, because you need to be killed. Like yeah. it's better than you not being alive." Or <laughs> Yeah, yeah. You're, you're currently alive. I would like you to be not alive. Yeah, He's basically it's like, like yep, what we have to deal it. with with all of your soldiers shooting us in the ship is going to be easier than if I left you alive and had to deal with you later. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, and then that is broken by just, you know, Char coming in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and like, I love this because Char shoots Papadus in immediately because like Sarah's been sitting in the cockpit of the Ball and Oxamon the whole time, like holding her helmet in her lap. She's just been chilling. She's like, simply being vibing. She's doing like what everyone does as kids when you put like a basketball under your shirt and pretend to be Gregnant. She's like <laughs> sitting there like cradling her helmet as if she's Gregnant. I mean, it's not a, it's not an allegory. It's just funny the way she's sitting. Yeah. And then yeah, yeah. once Happiness gets shot in the arm, she immediately does Shaq voice real shit. No scope, <laughs> like sh- moves the Bonox Mon's arm to the side, blasts a beam hole through the entire ship. Yeah. And directly shoots the meeting room. It is it's so fucking sick. wild. Also, how did everyone in that room not die? Like, okay, okay. I get it. It's space technology, minion particles. You can't be five feet away from, like, an active beam and not get your skin melted off, right? So is that just it's, me? It's two things. One, we see that this beam punches through, like, eight to 12 layers of ship. Okay, fair. And also, this is, um, uh, th- this is like, a canon thing. Uh, it's the air inside the ship. Uh, the oh. the air like like basically absorbs a lot of the energy from the mega mega particle. It's why like you know when they're in when they're in space they have to like worry about like the power level of the uh, of the beam so much. Whereas like anytime they're on Earth, it's just like oh well, fire that motherfucker. <laughs> so anyway, I started yeah. blasting. Yeah, okay, I get it. All right, yeah. thank you, Colin. Huh. Huh. But it's just like the the kind of the shot of like. 
Paptimus gets shot. Paptimus is like, ah! And just, it's immediate that just Sarah, like, is activated. Yeah. And then you just see the shot of the boardroom being, like, bisected by her shot. She, she, the fact that she knows exactly where Paptimus is, it's like, oof. It's really good. This ooh. is what being right or die show. is. Like, I... Yeah. Oh, yeah. I do want to say this. I, I am not saying that either of you have reset my Wi-Fi button with your Dracula powers, <laughs> but I feel like at this point of recording Wow Cool Robot, I could do this to protect either of you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll, just, I'll send something's wrong, and I'll, like, find a gun, fire it in the direction of Southeast Virginia and see what happens. <laughs> yeah, I'm pointing to Virginia right now. It's kind yeah. of over there. It's it's over that way, you know? God, it's just like... it. it it, this is like I think the point where everything happens so much, and I feel like yep. it's going to continue that way for the next four and a half episodes. The, the great thing about this is we don't even have the time to like really think about uh, how much this is a leap ahead in like what new types can do because this episode is going to go off the fucking rails. Oh, immediately. oh, this is the most normal new type thing that happens in this episode, <laughs> and it's yeah. still so much more than any other new type thing that has happened in Zeta so far. Like I remember <laughs> pogging out loud when Amuro was Gundam in the. And now it's just like, yeah, I'm going to no scope shoot through a ship just like it's normal. She Uh. literally 360 no scopes. (laughs) It's so good. God, I love Gundam. Um, And it's like Haman and Shar like book it out of there. They're both like running separately. I didn't even see them go. You, you don't see them go, it's implied, obviously. I mean, they oh, have yeah, to yeah. go, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Sarah immediately gets out of her mech and starts just walking through the beam hole she made in the Guadon, uh, straight to the Shortcut. meeting room. Uh, Camille follows, but, like, sees, like, uh, in the process, sees cats running for the G-Defensor. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And then we get this very good scene. Yes! Yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, in the sort of boardroom, the dust is settling, and Paptimus and Jemitov are sort of picking themselves up, dusting themselves off. Everyone's fine. It's fine. They're alone. They're alone. There's no one here but us. There's no one here. Um, hey, Paptimus trick. He does Jeremy Irons' voice, Long Live the King. Yeah. He he activates full vampire mode and he kills the other vampire man to become the top vampire of the Titans. <laughs> it's Highlander rules. Yeah. They're yeah, the only yeah. one. <laughs> it's just, hang on, just, let me just get a quick. What you say? For, Look, for here's the thing. Sake. Under no circumstances do you have to hand it to Paptimus Sirocco, but this is a pretty sick thing. I know, I'm kind of handing it to yeah. him. I'm, I'm handing it to him right now. This is, oh man, just moi. Love this. This is the interfactional politics of men yes. shooting other men that I love to see. <laughs> <laughs> the only thing we will allow men to do. <laughs> Fellas, is it gay? <laughs> There's this whole scene of Papnus and Sarah, like, Papnus and Sarah getting their robots and they have to escape. And Papnus just, like, takes out big guns, just, like, blows another hole into the Guadon <laughs> yeah. and, like, jumps through hey, it. Speedrun strats. Like, if you can't find your way through the corridors, just shoot a beam rifle through exactly. the ship and follow that. Make, make your own shortcuts. Katz is, like, caught in, like, the other hole. He's trying to leave the Papnus <laughs> hole. And, like, the G-Defensor's too weirdly shaped. And Camille, like, we get, like, a weirdly fleshed out... Um, Dorita mode to human mode transformation from Zeta. Yeah, I yeah. noticed that. Like, this like is we, the most super robo of transformations that we have seen yeah. in Zeta Gundam. I, I, God, I, I, we don't really talk about it a whole lot. I love how the V-fin actually, like, springs out when it transforms. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and, it, yeah, I, I, I don't even know what he does. He, like, turns into Zeta mode and I guess, like, either takes cats through or, like, blows another hole up. But, like, they all escape. 
Uh, yeah, um, I think yeah. he just he just grabs uh, cats and just like you know like trying to hold a pizza box through a narrow door. Like, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah, it's like it's, it's like moving a couch through your house. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. They just kind of shimmy him out of there. Um, before we move on, I do want to give a shout out to when it like because Sarah comes and finds Paptimus after he's just shot Jamatov, and Paptimus is like, "Oh my God, Sarah, Jamatov's been shot!" Yeah. No. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and and then he says as much on the radio too as yeah. everything pops off. He raises like, uh, "Hey, Haman killed Hyman. It wasn't me. We got to fight now." <laughs> I can't believe they've done this. <laughs> <laughs> He's broadcasting to the Titans like, "I can't believe Haman Khan's done this," and just called gives a writes a call out post for Haman Khan and calls uh, the Titans to direct action to like destroy the Guadim, yeah. and then just like they. Like all, everyone just fires on the Guardian, and like the subsequent like space battle between everyone is just backgrounded by like a million thousand lasers, lasers like flashing at the Guardian. It's just like it's sick. a very intense, yeah. pretty background. cool. Uh, Haman, meanwhile, is playing fifth dimensional chess and is like, yes. you know, yes. Maneva's yes. made it onto the other ship. The other ship hasn't left yet, and so you know what she's gonna do? She's gonna uh. launch in the Quebly to distract everybody. Oh. This. I was losing my mind watching this because it's like, wait a minute. I realized at this point when Haman is going out and she flies out, she sees Captain I'm like, we've never actually seen like a true new type battle. <laughs> a true type battle? A true type battle. A true type battle. Um, hey, Sarah, how would you describe the pose the Quebly has as it's heading into battle? <laughs> <laughs> well, so yeah, the Quebly is um, hands on the hips just kind of flies up past the screen, hands on hips, and just, like, the wide leg stance. It's just, it's a pose that, it's familiar to me. I've seen it um, when fucking, like, every Tory has ever been photographed ever. Just, it's doing the Tory para pose. Do you think this pose is going to be used in a, a recently uh, announced um, statue that's going to be on an 11-foot plinth? God, I forgot about that. Listen, guys, you can buy 12-foot ladders. <laughs> they only cost around like 80 90 quid just out there buy a 12 foot ladder tear that I, thick shit down I, listen if i drink i'm pretty sure if i do, drink a 24 pack of newcastles i can piss 12 feet I, <laughs> <laughs> now that's a beam weapon <laughs> oh my god so the Quebly's here. We get to finally God. see the Qu- the Quebly sorties. Sirocco recognizes it, and uh, in he's in the O. They're they're gonna throw down, and we finally get to see what the Quebly can do. Hey, remember when Lala had two funnels, and how crazy that was? Two, two of them. Imagine so if two you had, two funnels. Yeah, we're, yeah. Two. Lala had two funnels. Um, imagine if you had. 30 of them. And they were in your ass. <laughs> I told you the ass was very important to Quibbly's trick. It's more of like a... Is it a thorax, the thing in the end, Max? Um, It's technically called the... Well, if I mean, if we're talking insect, it's the abdomen. But it, they're, they're, like, um, canonically called tail funnels. Okay, uh, my question was about the thing on the end of the insects. Yeah, uh, uh, it's, okay. it's abdomen. No, thorax a- is the ab- middle. Abdomen's the middle part. No, abdomen's the end. Oh, okay. I will trust you. You're the bug expert. I trust Max, yeah. Insect yeah. anatomy. Pausing the podcast. Yes. <laughs> this is real. The head is called the head. The thorax is the middle. The abdomen is the ass. Okay. okay. 
Good to know. So, do you ever keep 30 new type, new type, type funnels in your uh, abdomen? This is such a good demonstration of like, hey, funnels are here and you're all going to die. Because like Haman is fighting both Patmos and Sarah and Rekoa. And she's like, doesn't need to do anything. Yeah. Yeah, because like Paptimus comes up. There's like, well, first of all, there's like a very cool shot of like just the Quebly very, very small, on, which actually I will say it is pronounced Cubile in the Cubile. in the dub. Yeah, it, it's, um, it's Cubile. This is this is my problem of being a longtime Gundam fan that like has just always read these things in text and very rarely uh-huh. heard them. That like Quebly is just my default thing but yes it is the cubile <laughs> i mean like it doesn't really matter yeah, it, but it's just like a sick shot of like just the cubile rising up very small on the screen just like a fucking i'm like a bird i'm gonna <laughs> kill sriracha um and then like whenever um shroko engages he's like oh reko sarah flank her and they try and flank her and just get fucking destroyed by the ass funnels yeah they both get their arms like blown off and then, so, 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 then? okay, 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 funnels are happening. Paptimus is, like, dodging it. Because, like, something that's really, really cool about the, uh, I guess you would call it the VO, um, is that, like, it's so huge, but it has, like, a trillion verniers and, like, jets and stuff just, like, jam-packed in it. So it is, like, stupidly maneuverable. So he's able to just, like, easily, you know, dodge out of the way of all these things. Yeah. Well, it's it's also because of his immense new type powers. He, yeah. like, can kind of sense uh, uh, Haman's intent. Uh, so mm-hmm. he can kind of tell where the shots are about to come from. Right. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, which, and, like, in turn, Herman can sense that. And she's like, oh, oh, you're sensing my intent? I'm going to have to go fucking sicko mode and start fucking glowing. <laughs> oh, you're sensing? You're sensing and dodging? <laughs> well, I'm glowing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, also, like, uh, Sirocco immediately, like, uses his, like, new type senses to, like, figure out where the funnels are and take a few of them out. Which he, like, is leads then... the shots. It's cool. Yeah. Oh, God. Here it's, we go. Here we here, go. Here's where Haman goes full new type psychic wizard. And we see the Quebly, the Cubile glow and a spectral version of Haman, like a bird, shoots out of it towards uh, Sirocco. You ever make your brain so fat and juicy that you turn into a space bird? <laughs> this is like annihilation. <laughs> because like Shiroko responds and does basically exactly the same thing. Yep. There's just like a huge fucking ghost version of himself comes out of his mobile suit and they just You ever does a mobile suit fight ever get so intense that actually both combatants are standing perfectly still? <laughs> They're just standing yeah. there menacingly. Like, the, the thing that, like, fucking drives me wild about this is, like, I'm sure if we looked up the stats for both of these suits, they would have, like, uh, a, a Saikamu system. But as far as I'm aware, it's not, like, the kind of, like, bullshit that, like, in later series, like, the Sazabi or the Unicorn Gundam or anything have. Like, right, yeah. they, they probably have a light amount of Saikamu stuff in there so they can use them, so, like, Haman can use the... um. Uh, funnels and whatever this literally feels like they are such powerful new types that they are just firing their brains at each other and it's the the mobile suits aren't even like really interacting with each other at this point which is just fucking crazy so and 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 sarah even says as much because reko is like hey sarah what the fuck is happening and 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 sarah's like they're fighting on a battlefield that we cannot reach yeah 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 and just like yeah like camille senses this cats can sense this sarah like everyone is just (laughs) <laughs> feels the it ever just like damn anyway <laughs> yeah uh sarah tells Rekua that it's we we got to take him on out while they're locked in in you know in 
psychic combat. And as they're about to do that, Katz comes rushing in to kill Sirocco. And mm-hmm. uh, so, yeah, this is when Sarah decides that she's going to um, do a little bit of LARP. Um <laughs> Because she's heard of the, this really, really cool character, Lala Sune, and she really wants to kind of like emulate that kind of um, character. So um, she, yeah, yeah, she she gets in between um, Katz's uh, fire and uh, I don't on care. Yeah, because the defense are not a great, not a great mobile armor, but it does have big gun, and Sarah just takes it, just fucking takes it straight to the it's face. Just, look, it's happened so many times. I don't care anymore. <laughs> It's just like, okay, okay, all right, look. I, two points to make. We've seen people, like, take hits. You can stick your leg out, and your leg gets blown up, but you're fine, right? The beam hits the thing, and if it does explosion like that, I don't think it, like, continues to travel. We literally see, like, in the next, like, episode or two, Fa does exactly this, where she, like, exactly. takes a leg hit to, like, save Camille. I mean, okay, I guess, you know, I'll give them that. In the heat of the moment, you know, you need to dive in. But, like... I just okay. Consider this. Ugh. Consider yeah, okay, consider this. Okay, sell it. Sell it to me. What you say? Okay, you know. Right? Yeah. Okay. All right. Yo, I'm back in. I'm back in. I'm back in. The, the, the thing I'll say is that I think in it, w- without the context of other deaths that we've had so far, oh, that's um, fair. Okay. The, absolutely, I'm sold on this. Like Sarah would absolutely dive in and take the shot and and die. And the way that the rest of the scene plays out also feels very in character for Sarah. But I mm-hmm. will say the repeated R- Rosamia stuff, the repeated four stuff, like the fact that we have we have a mountain of dead women at this point who have sacrificed themselves for male characters. It does mm-hmm. numb mm-hmm. you to mm-hmm. this, and it makes exactly. it less effective. Like that's the problem. It's like this should this should be a hugely effective thing, and it's like okay, cool. Tomina just killed another girl. Like yeah, yeah. <laughs> if it if it were cats diving in to save Sarah, I would be extremely Shaq eyes real shit. But the thing is, alas. okay, that's what I thought was going to happen in this episode. Like I thought from from last week's preview when the narrator was like, "Oh, Sarah and Cats have a confrontation to a tragic end," and I was like, "Oh shit, is Cats is gonna die?" Well, that's Whoa. your problem for watching the dub because in the sub they just say Sarah dies. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's always I'm, sunny title. I was, I was honestly like, I was about, I was like, fuck, it's this is so awful. If Cats dies, like, think of what everything that means for like Hayato and the fact that like Amru and some, everyone encouraged him to go into space, only for him to fucking die in this pointless war. Oh my god, this is so awful. So, but but it was like that meant way more than just another girl dying. Yeah, yeah. Like, and like that was something different. And just here we are, back at it again. Just. What? And, like, the, the, the thing that's even more frustrating about it is, like, I like cats. Like, I like cats in this story. But if we look at where we are in the series, we only have four episodes after this. Four? Yes. We have we have two more that we're covering today and then two after that. Oh, no, I was just, I was just saying four from Gundam. Oh, four, uh, four, yeah, four from Gundam. <laughs> um, I don't think there's anything cats adds to this conversation in the next two episodes. Whereas if cats would have died and Sarah would have survived... I really, really would have loved to see the conversation that, like, Camille and Sarah could have about the sacrifices oh my God, yeah. they're willing to make to, like, end this war. That's a thing right. I would really love to see, and I think a thing that would really, like, line up with the themes of the show better. And instead, we kill a girl, and because she's in love with two men, and, oh, you know. Beans, you hate it. 
And it's Listen, like, yeah. Yeah, if you're in love with two men, the only thing that, the only way that that can end is that you die when one of the men tries to kill the other. That's how love triangles work. Yeah. Mm-hmm, 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 and we mm-hmm. do. Shakespeare invented that. Uh, Sarah does have life. After death, though, we see that her ghostly she's, form. Yeah, she's a stand now. It's yeah, fine. she's she's a la la soon space space ghost, and uh, she protects cats from Sirocco and gives cats a chance to like hold off long enough for for a Camille to come in and save him. Yeah, which I guess and, is cool. Yeah, maybe. Thanks, but like th- thanks, again, <laughs> it, it's it's happening again because that's what happened with Moar. That's what happened with like Lala. That's. Mm-hmm. What happened with? I feel like there's been another time, but that's just yeah. because you know it's just it's just exhausting. So many arcs are too similar. Like, could you could you imagine how much more depth the series would have had would have had if cats die? Like, cats ate it, died, and then cats's ghost is the one that protects Sarah to help oh, Sarah man. defect. That'd be like, so good. Yeah, just a little um, add a little nutmeg into this stew. Like <laughs> yeah, like it would hurt me, but it would hurt. Re- it would hurt good. It would, it would hurt, hurt in a novel interestingly, way. Interestingly, yeah. Instead yeah. of just hurting because it's this is what anime in the eighties is like. Before we move on from this scene, um, I do actually want to talk about Shiroko in it because he is like actually really really upset at Sarah's death. Oh yeah, and this is possibly the most emotion we've seen from him. Like he is enraged. Yeah. And, like, I, the I, only reason that he can't kill cats is because Rekua gets in his line of fire. <laughs> yeah, like, he's, it's it's weird, right? It's almost uncomfortable that he's getting so worked up over Sarah because I feel like he views her more as this object than as, like, an actual woman. Yeah. So, like, the fact that he gets all worked up, it's like, okay, you don't get to get worked up over her dying when you've been, like, treating her awfully this entire time and, like, keeping her wrapped around your finger. Well, that's that's the fucked up thing is he says, like, he we, the thing he says at Cats is, like, you're the one that made Sarah so delusional or deluded. Yeah. Which is, like, he isn't mad that Sarah's dead. He's mad that another man had an effect right. on her. God. Jesus. But yeah, like you said, Rekua does get in front of him. And this is a weird sort of exchange because like, you know, Patrick's about to kill cats. Rekua dies in front and Camille is is here at this point. And he's like, you know, fuck you, Rekua. Like, don't act so selfishly trying to save cats. And Rekua's like, no, I was just trying to. So what I think the read here is that Rekua is like, oh, I'm going to kill cats because... Because Sarah died when cats tried to do it, but like she did it getting in the way of Papnus, so it's like genuinely hard to tell if she was actually blocking Papnus or if she was like, I'm gonna kill cats and didn't think about it and then got in Papnus's way. It's a weird sort of scene. This is what proves for me that Rekawa is like in all definitions an old type and has no new type abilities, because I feel like she is like trying to kill cats to prove to Sirocco that she is she she will kill cats in revenge for Sarah as a favor to Sirocco and is so dead to this whole psychic thing that's going on mm. that she doesn't even realize she's being manipulated to be in the oh, way oh. to stop Sirocco. Hmm. So my read again was kind of like, again, a bit kinder to Rekua because um, the way, the way Camille, cause like she gets in between pop and cats. Um, Camille comes in and she, he's like really, angry of like oh why did you see up cats Rekua and Rekua's like I I didn't though so like kind of my interpretation of that was that like there is still on a subconscious level part of Rekua which like functions as like a human being rather than a kind of drone of Paptumus and that like yeah. there, there is still part of her in there that's like 
wants to save cats and that that's just really, really frustrating for Camille. Mm-hmm. Eh. Yeah, it's... Again, it well, could just be something, or it's yeah. just the fact that that's what I really want to be happening. It, it also lines up with the fact that, like, Rekua has stepped into this role where she does not want to be this big mover and shaker. And sometimes that means she's in the opportune moment to just act, and sometimes it means she's in the way. And for, like, Camille to be like, oh, you would try and save, you would try to do this big brain moment of saving cats kind of thing. And she's like, nah, dude, I'm just like... I'm just in a battle right now. It's chaotic. I did not realize that I got in the way of the shot. I was trying to kill him. Like, you know, it is it is a confusing thing, and I think it does kind of support that, like, Rek was a normal person in this situation and completely out of her depth and just, like, you know, doing her fucking thing and trying. But, like, there's just, mm-hmm. there's literal wizards out here now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. The stakes are a bit raised. She's simply a fighter. Yeah. She's simply a woman. <laughs> yeah, a woman and a fighter. Ugh. <laughs> Stupid show. Um, the atmosphere. Shar appears. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Shar shows up, and that's what kind of convinces Soroko to like retreat. They're they're too outnumbered. Oh, oh, I don't know. Like, it's worth checking out the sub for the one line that Paptum says because he says the words "yakushiki" in like the weirdest fucking way, and it's really funny. <laughs> He's like, "That damn Shar is still alive." It's um. Funny. But yeah, and at this point, my note is like, this is like playing Uno. Like, it's just like another mobile suit. Oh, another mobile suit appears. Oh, another mobile suit appears. <laughs> why do you Why do you think this podcast is called Wow Cool Robot? That's, that's, that's fair. Yeah. yeah. You, whenever you get mad about the gender, just look at the robot. Look at Patrick Star. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Haman mm. also decides to pull back her forces after she gets word that uh, Maneva's ship is leaving. Um and uh, Emma has, tries to have a little talk with Katz, and uh, Katz <gasps> tells her, Miss Emma, I was in a dream, a dream where I was playing with Sarah, and he be- just begins to openly weep Totally breaks down. Oh, God, he says, Miss Emma, here's how I think it's going to go down. <laughs> <laughs> Miss Emma, here's how it went down. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, Guadon blows up. Axis is still floating around, and the Guan yeah. flies off. That's yeah. episode, pretty much. Yep. Yeah. What you said. Just one last time. I'm still eating. Okay. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, very good. Um, oh, man. Next up. We have episode 47, A Descent into the Maelstrom. So, Ayug is launching Operation Maelstrom, in which they plan to use their fleet to surround and capture Grips 2 from Axis. Camille launches as a diversion to attract Haman away from the fight. They eventually meet on the field of battle and take a dip in the soup together as they see their own memories and their vibes combine into ones they gain an understanding for each other. This leads to them both being convinced the only way to end the war is for the other to die. Eventually, Ayug drives off Axis and captures Grips 2, and they head to the Axis asteroid itself in order to change its course from Granada. That's it. <laughs> Granada. Granada. Big soup energy this time. Oh, yeah. It's kind of... I think that we've, like, moved on from soup. I think we're, like, spaghetti now. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We got. We, we're, we're like. A, this isn't soup. This is sauce because yeah. we yeah, gotta like, get yeah. something to. We've got to, the, to lube up the spaghetti. I, I think there is. Um. There are some things we're gonna hear in this episode that suggest that it might be ramen. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, so is this like you know a nice cured egg in there? We'll we'll get to it. We'll get to it very okay. soon. Okay. Um, so yeah, this, this this one starts out. The orphans and Haro are worried for Camille. They're like they sort of like sheepishly come up to him. They're like want him to return safely from battle. 
Um, it's like still very striking to see the orphans like actually worried for someone, not in a playful way, but like, oh no, we're the kids starting to come to reckoning with mortality. Uh oh. Yeah. Well, it's like definitely like the people that are closest to on the ship are Camille and Fa, like flat out. Right. Like, Camille is like the clo- like one of the closest things they have to family on the ship. <laughs> but it's just like it feels to me like the kids just kind of fucking inherently new type esque sort of know that Camille is going to die. Mm, it's weird, isn't it? Like, they're just like, please, Mr. Camille, please. please come back from when you go out. And just, they're so, they just have a vibe. It's mm. like, man. I and mean, it, one, it's making like, me do Mr. Krabs meme. Like, they can they can tell Camille is the protagonist of the show. He does have the Gundam. And then also. Yeah, that's why they like, don't talk to cats. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, you look at the way that Camille has talked over the past, like, six or so episodes. Like, yeah, like, it. Anybody should be expecting the fact that Camille is ready to sacrifice his life at a moment's notice. Yeah. And it really feels like Fa and the kids are the only people that actually care about that. They're the only people that, like, really honestly want Camille to return home from this war. And even if it means that they lose it. Right. Yeah. It, uh, yeah, because I, I guess, war's like, bad. Camille to, like, everyone else is still at some level simply an asset. Whereas, like, to them, he's a guy they could play cards with yeah mm-hmm. oh boy is camille an asset there's oh oh god into this one's gonna Woo-hoo! be rough. speaking um, of assets <laughs> uh camille get on. a cool get cool new gun I don't, what does he get what does it's he, like, what it's like a, it's like a rope like a rope launcher sort of thing for yeah they they replace the grenade launcher on his um on his right arm with two like rope launcher yo-yo bits <laughs> so i thought this was gonna be I thought he was getting the new type thingies, the like like the Kubli's ass funnels. Oh, you thought like, he was getting funnels? Nah, I think funnels you have to like design the mobile suit with funnels in mind for yeah. you to be able to get funnels like so, that. Okay, be, like from fun- day question. one. Question: Funnels is what you call the thing that you can shoot out into space and control with your brain. Yes. Yep. That's a funnel. Okay, they thank are you. Uh, invariably called either funnels or bits, depending on the specific translation the localizer wants to go with. <laughs> bits. But funnels <laughs> sounds so much cooler. Yeah. Funnel. Oh, it's good. I my only gripe is that Haman didn't just straight up yell "funnel" when she did it, like they do in later series. Yeah. Um. Uh. So let's see. Yeah. We can Camille get new gun. Um. We also see Cats is like raring to go. He wants to avenge Sarah's death. Can't imagine why. He's so mad that like uh, Camille's the one who gets to launch first and not him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He does and the he thing des- again. He decides to do it, and like it's really funny because. Like, again, the, the footage is mirrored, so he's going out the right side of the Argama, and we see the sort of, like, drag strip countdown light blinking red saying, do not go, and he says, I'm going to go. <laughs> it's really funny. Yeah. yeah. And then Fog gets in the Methus and takes off after him just to, st- like, feel like, don't be dumb, don't do this, please stop. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and Bright's like, God, what? You can all act as diversions for all I care. Go away. Why not? Fucking fuck Bright in this whole episode, honestly. He does one thing where he explains the operation to the kids, and that's the only good thing he does. I think I just kind of don't like Bright now. I don't think Bright's a good character. Well, I think he's Zeta a good Bright character. just sucks. He sucks. Y'all are going to love Double Zeta. Oh, good. <laughs> Hell I love yeah. that Bright is just always around. They can't get rid of this dude. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, like, Bright okays it because they, he thinks it's going to be, like, you know, three mobile suits is an appropriate number of mobile suits is the, for this diversion attack. Uh, to distract people from Operation Maelstrom. Because mm-hmm. the the vibe I get from this whole episode is just like, 
the kids go out and do kid things while the adults are doing adult things. Those yeah. things being, I don't fucking war crimes. And meanwhile, just the whole episode, the kids are in space, like bickering with each other and like being childish while this all is going on. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's bickering. It's like a pretty deep talk that they all have here, right? Because Camille and Cats like sort of stop in the middle of space, right? And Camille is warning Cats that his emotions are going to lead to his death because, you know, he's seen it happen. And like Cats has this raw line we can fight because we hate. Yeah. Damn, kid. But You're like 15. Camille's, Camille's also straight up like, I will shoot you if you do not listen to me. <laughs> Fucking, Look, yeah. You see this cat? This is big gun. You're going to get hit. It's just, it's a lot. And just like Camille's vibes are getting more and more rancid with like oh, every he's passing curdling. minute. He's curdling. He's rotten. Fucking... Like, he's reached yogurt, soon he's going to be cheese. Yeah. Yeah. Which is good because Fa steps in and breaks up the fight and says, can you restrain yourself in the same way you're restraining cats? Which <laughs> And like, he says, no, God. and flies off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <sighs> and yeah. And then we start Operation Maelstrom. Everyone's yeah. launching. Yeah. Um, uh, Ayug is approaching Gurps too. Yeah, it's just like, I like Gurps. having these scenes beside each other because it's just like, the kids all bickering, yelling, and then the adults are like, "We are going on a mission. We are doing business. We are doing these things. <laughs> we are doing blah, blah, the business blah. of war. We are war. serious. Huh. Huh, I yeah. am an adult. Um, <laughs> I am adult. Haman is like, or we see Haman on the bridge of the Guanban, and she's like, you know, despite the how many more numbers Axis has, like Aug is able to slip past their defenses, and then she starts to feel some goose pimples, doesn't yeah. she? Yeah. Hmm, yeah, she starts to smell that cheese. Yeah, because it, tur- it <laughs> she turns smells out that stinky yeah. Limburger. Zeta's just <laughs> hiding behind, her, behind a rock, real close by. <laughs> and it's like every time we cut into Camille's cockpit, like he's just kind of like gripping the handles oh, of yeah. this thingy. Um, <laughs> we, we, Haman is like Haman's on the bridge, and she like leans over to her like chair, and she's like. You fucking see those cartoon stink lines coming off that big rock? <laughs> what's, what's the deal with that? Yeah. Uh, meanwhile, Shar uh, moves in with the Rick DS team to like take out a microwave dish on the uh, um, on. Oh, Rick's what kind two. of dish? What's he microwaving? <laughs> you know, some it's, lasagna. It's, it's, it's a yes. Yeah, oh, Colin, I was gonna say Stouffer's lasagna meal. <laughs> New type. Yeah. Wow. Um, yeah. G- important to note, since Appley is now uh, in hell, uh, Body is the one who is uh, running the Rick DS team now. Yeah. Wait, I mean, I know he's been introduced before, but it's funny that like, yeah, three episodes to go. Here's a new guy who's gonna yeah. who's gonna be joining this team. Just this man with bangs is hanging out here now. Uh, <laughs> that's that's sure all the fine. time we really have to explain to him because yeah. more important things happen. Uh, now we get to the most important scene in this episode. Um, mm, mm, uh-huh. mm, Shinta mm, and Kum mm. run into the bridge and they sit in Bright's yes. lap. And they ask This is him, the only good thing. Yeah, they They're here ask for him, class. They ask him what a maelstrom is. And Bright tells him it's like a whirlpool and explains all this thing. Unless you're listening to the, the, the sub, and then you hear in Japanese that he tells them that it's like an Uzumaki. This is Operation yes, Naruto. Yes, yes. We're about <laughs> to get into the ramen. <laughs> it's Operation Spiral. Junji Ito's here. Let's go. <laughs> This is Operation Uzumaki. We're going to shadow clone all of our ships, and some of them are going to turn into uh, sexy naked women. Yeah. And yeah. there's going to be a big a big new type space fox. Um, yeah. Kakashi oh, from gonna, accounting classes here. Run around the laser 
With our mobile suit arms behind us. Yeah. Um, uh, Ayug is looking at Grips 2 and is saying, this war crime was made for me. <laughs> yeah, because the thing they're doing is they're going to get the laser, right? That's, yeah. that's what yeah. they're doing. They're, they're trying to take it's the laser from Mon, yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And they're not going to do any war crimes with it, right? <laughs> that's what we can help. Uh, and then the kids are like, okay, thank you, Mr. Bright. That was a satisfactory yeah. explanation. And they're like, let's tell Dr. Hassan about it. And he's like, stay in there. <laughs> Brett's like, stay in his office, please. He's like, I'm not running a nursery. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, it's cute. And also, it's like, Bright, why are you telling, like, military operations to five-year-olds? Yeah, because he, like, to explains to it so nice. And you, then you kind of remember that, oh, yeah, Bright has children that he haven't, hasn't seen in fucking seven years. Oh, my God. Yeah. Or whatever. Remember Hathaway? Who? <laughs> Um, She's half a world away. Yeah. Oh, what a flash or... of information that just brought to me. Um, uh-huh. <laughs> uh huh. Anyways, so Haman gets reports that AU has completely surrounded Grips and is now feels forced that she needs to launch. Yeah. Um, just like she, get, yeah. she wants to go check out the cheese lines. She's yeah. Like, hmm, she gets yeah. stopped in the hallway, though, because Maneva is also smelling the cheese. <laughs> Haman, I, I, I flew up. Oh man, I opened the fridge and there was just a box of of work for and I was like, what the fuck is that? And I flew up. I didn't like it. I I smelled a very stinky cheese and it wasn't like the the, the Swiss cheese or the Kraft American singles that I like <laughs> to eat. And it made me feel really bad and I would like you to stay here and eat nice cheese with me. I don't want you to go out and get stinky adult cheese. <laughs> I flew up. Can I sweep in your bed tonight? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, um and then yeah, Haman is like, no Mineva, I must go and find the Gorgonzola. <laughs> um, okay, but no, like they do have like Mineva does say some stuff about like Shar, uh, um, about how oh it would be really nice if like Shara came and helped us, and like she's saying it in a kind of like politicingy way that she says stuff, but it does just feel like she oh she just wants to hang out with her friend Shar. Yeah. yeah. Well, and and like Haman does assure her, oh yeah, Shar will come and protect both of us, and just completely hiding the fact that Shar is the one attacking them right now. Yeah, uh, I was gonna say it's like kind of a weird thing to say now, Haman, but okay. <laughs> and she notices like Maneva has the same goosebumps as she does. Yeah. Uh, Maneva, probably Maneva some, probably important. Confirm new type. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because I think they've been like trying to hide the fact that there's a big space battle happening, but Maneva fucking can smell the cheese like yeah 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 and like Haman's able to calm her down to a point and she's like everything's gonna be fine and then it's like she makes like it's like really she's like making that face as she like power walks past like oh jeez oh jeez oh jeez yeah. I'm in it now and, and then she walks into the Quebly and it's just it's filled with blue cheese it's just blue oh. cheese top to bottom <laughs> she's been hoarding it that's what the wing casings are full of <laughs> it's full of cheese oh god here, here we go. Here we go. All right. Yeah, All here right. we go. It's time. So yeah, she, launches. she launches. Yeah. Uh, Kotz immediately shows up and starts shooting at her. Uh, he fucking immediately right gets beefed. <laughs> yep. Yeah. He like eats it to some Gazas or something uh, and has to have Fa rescue him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Under- oh, fucking. Oh, it's just. Here the we most- go, baby. The most rancid of common bears because Camille is just like, Haman! Like, shouts <laughs> across, like, the whole entirety of space. He is so fucking mad. 
Oh, he is so, so mad. She's yeah. like, "Is this Char? Yeah. No." And and it's like Camille's nasty vibes now, and they're like finally having their face off, and like he's just like you know telling her how much she sucks and how much he hates her. He's he, just and she's, yelling raw lines. He's just yelling. <laughs> he says, and she's like, shut, "Shut your mouth, vulgar boy. You're finished, punk." Yeah. Uh, he he does literally say, "Haman Karn, you're the source that causes us to fight. We have to kill you." Like, <laughs> yeah. Unlike. She, you know, she uses her, like, fucking ass funnel spiral um, and some more stuff. And then he's like, Haman Khan, you bring us nothing but misery. To which she responds, silence, hypocrite. <laughs> hypocrite that you are. <laughs> Be gone, fucked. Then perish. <laughs> She's so cool. Yeah. I love, I love so Haman Khan so much. Yeah. I'm just... And- wow. You know? Wow. You know? Wow. And the thing is, is like they they do swords and shooty bits and all that kind of stuff, and but they you know immediately they start to their suits have a psychic resonance between them, and everybody across the battlefield immediately feels it. Just like just rocketing out of stink lines everywhere. (laughs) Like they 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 pretty much are stink lines. Yeah, they're pretty much yeah. They're stink waves. They're that powerful, that dense, and it. Oh my gosh, like we said, this is no longer soup. This is just like cheese land. We're on the moon, essentially, but like, you know, the cheese moon. We we are now within an entirely unique, like, galaxy. Like, we're seeing a crazy pink, blue, purple space land with stars. It's just Camille and Haman floating here. Uh, they could barely Mario con- Galaxy! <laughs> Wahoo! Yeah. Like, yeah, Camille they're can barely contain in the cognitive himself. realm. Listen. Oh god. Yeah. He starts seeing four and Rosamia flash before his eyes, and then Emma and Fa and Rekua and his mom and Char and Sirocco. He's having I also time. <laughs> Want to shout out the music in this scene because, oh, yeah. like, oh, it's yeah. so effective. Like, it's barely even music. It's just like plunks and plinks and like little bits and fanfares and just very, very sparse. And it's just so unnerving as they're floating and yeah. Because what's really different about this is that they they are both really, really aware that they are out of their bodies, out of their mobile mm-hmm. suits, and just they're in the girl zone, or the boy zone. Which, Haman's in the boy but, zone, Camille's in the girl zone, yeah. I'm sure it doesn't galaxy. mean anything. Yeah. Um, Camille sees, like, a memory of him as a kid and his mother, and Haman sees a memory of her and Char, I guess, in, like, happier times. Well, I, her, that I, one's yeah. a little less clear. I think the thing that you're supposed to take from this is that uh, like they're both seeing both of these memories, but like Haman is experiencing Camille's like memories of his mom, while Camille is experiencing uh, Haman's memories of mm. Char together. Okay, yeah, um, it's weird. And so, well, and then they start to make noodles. It's spaghettification. <laughs> what I want to know about this scene is that picture of Haman and Char together. I want to know when their album is dropping. <laughs> it, it, it looks like a like a wedding announcement or something. It looks they're like they're gonna so... put out like a really good boat rock album. Yeah, <laughs> like Haman's wearing a nice dress. Shara has like a casual green olive jacket. Then they're just like leaning against a fence. Well, and, like and a like she's she's standing on top of a rock so she can be taller, so she can do the whole yeah. lean, stick her butt out kind of thing. It's such a cute photo. Yeah, <sighs> and then the other before we get to the spaghetti, the other thing that I realized is because I had until Camille's mum showed up in this scene, 
I'd completely forgotten that, like, she was technically yeah, the first yeah. girl to die for him. Yeah. The reason why literally all of this has happened is that the fail boy killed his mom. Yep. <sighs> I miss Jared. Remember the first time Camille got mad in space and started yelling because a girl died in front of him? It feels him? so long ago. Uh, oh. Uh, uh, truly, oh, now we're getting our own memories. Truly 46 episodes ago. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> and like yeah okay the only way we can describe this as their vibes coalesce and literally like spaghettify and like not into each other yeah like we've been seeing these kind of like we saw it in the Haman and Sirocco fight where you get these kind of like colored like like almost like kind of like when you drop something in water and the ripples you yeah. see like these rippling yep. lines come out from them and they they like lace up into kind of just like strands and then combine together and like not up together and it's just yeah wild um like it is like a spaghetti twisting around a fork kind of mm-hmm. vibes yeah. pizza and pasta just like, mamma mia they're reaching out towards each other are they gonna combine will we make a nice bolognese uh, we do get this feeling from Camille that he is like starting to uh, like feel like he can truly connect with and understand Haman if they can mm-hmm. only come together. Uh, but, uh, you know, Haman completely rejects it. And I think this is the nail in the coffin for like what the difference between a new type and, old, and an old type is. Like, it's the fact that even though Haman has this immense psychic power that she's achieved because of being in space and having her consciousness expand, she still cannot, like, contemplate uh, a world where she sits down and talks with Camille to solve this problem. Only one where they kill each other. (laughs) Yeah, she doesn't want to accept, like, the empathy aspect of it. Yeah. Uh, All she wants to do is shoot laser blasters out of her ass. Yeah. And that's valid. All I want to do is... (laughs) Um, you gotta do it 30 times. <laughs> 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 but yeah, like, so they kind of reject each other, tear apart, um, and just kind of get thrown back into the physical realm. Yeah. At which point, I pog for five minutes because oh my God. Haman... It's just well, Haman yelling. it's not yelling. so much that Haman goes sicko mode, but the people who are animating Haman go sicko mode. Yeah. It is, like, this beautiful mid-80s Sakuga shot of just, like, it's a pure red background and, like, this insane, like, heavy line sketch of Haman just, like, screaming at Camille. Yeah. It, it just... <laughs> no. I could look at this for days. We do like, have to give it to Kotz. Um, because, like a good range support, he does cut Haman... And uh, breaks her combo on Camille so that he can escape and doesn't die. Just, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, he is doing his job. I understand he's in a 1,500-point uh, suit, but, you know. <laughs> yeah. um, I mean, to be honest, I was, like, kind of disappointed that, like, Katz cut in and saved Camille because, like, as Haman was about to to kill him, just she, would, she just looked so cool. She did. I was like, oh, hell yeah. I was kind of ready for it. She just looked that cool. And then Kat <laughs> mm-hmm. saved Camille. And I was like, oh, yeah, shit, Camille's a bunch of time. Oh, uh, yeah, I forgot. Like, we're in the battle or whatever. Uh, yeah, <laughs> took me out of it there. Camille takes that opportunity to run off and blows up a bunch of grazes as he comes to Wingman for Emma in a different part of the battlefield. Um, mm. And uh, Char tells everybody to, they've kind of like, they start to clean up and Char tells, uh, you know, the, the main core people to head back to the Argama and let the Nemos mop up at uh, Crypt yeah. 2 while Oh, Haman... we missed some things. Oh, wait. Um, Shit, sorry. Yeah, that's like the last thing that happens in the battle. Yeah. He, um... Yeah, yeah, like, like... Cats gets blasted, Fa loses the Methus' leg, 
like we said, you can just get your leg blown up and everything's fine. Oh, wait, yeah, sorry. I skipped like eight lines of my notes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because what, what I wanted to talk about here... Um, oh, wait, no, actually, yeah, we, we, we skipped a lot. Um, yeah, we did. I'm sorry. That's my fault. <laughs> <laughs> okay, going back to where we were. Yeah, so it's like, you know, both like cat saves, Camille, Fa saves cats, like both Fa, what, both Fa and cats like kind of get taken out um, by her man can, which kind of then leaves Camille to go fucking sicko mode. Oh my god. Yeah. And like I guess starts yelling raw shit. Uh he says that Haman doesn't deserve to live. Which Yeah. <laughs> he says return to your world of darkness, Haman Khan. <laughs> I think maybe we shouldn't have let the 17-year-old become a killing machine. Just a thought. Yeah. She uh, says Haman Khan, yeah. go and play Vampire the Masquerade with Shiroko. That's World of Darkness, right? Is uh, that what the I, yeah, going? Camille is, is only playing Interstitial and Spindle Wheel now. Uh. <laughs> yeah, because like he just wants to like combine everything, so he's yeah. playing Interstitial. Yeah. yeah, he wants to have that open dialogue uh, so that everyone can be happy instead of constantly mm-hmm. jockeying to figure out who's in charge. Right. Uh, he's just trying to form links with people. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. he does begin to radi- irradiate psychic energy while he turns his beam bayonet on to kill Haman Karn mm-hmm. with it. <laughs> oh my he, like, god. He, like, yeets the gun at her and then it's fires so cool. the wrist rope launchers at her and, like, catches her and, like, she's able to escape, but, like, she gets a whole ass, like, shoulder binder cut off. Like, he's like, okay, I've d- that does it. I gotta kill this girl. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But what... What could possibly stop him except for a mysterious voice that may or may not be for saying people can understand each other, right? And he can't hmm. do it. He can't do it. So sad. <laughs> oh, okay. Because I, I like, I was like, did Haman just say maybe people can understand each other? I was, well, first of all, I was very confused. But then I was like, oh, did he just form a connection with Haman by kind of going up to her level in going psycho mode and trying to destroy stuff? Like, it, did he just connect with Haman by becoming more like her by going psycho mode? I kind of went on one because I didn't realize I was... Yeah, yeah, I was yeah as it turns out, no, it was just four. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, and then like you said, Colin, uh, Char has everyone leave. Nemo's are fine to kick ass and, and mop everything up. Uh, the Axis fleet has also retreated, and then like now Haman gets to brood because she is sitting in a pitch black room all by herself. Yeah. <laughs> what I but before I talk about that, sorry to go back again, is that like because Katz and Emma are like injured or their mobile suits don't work, they have to like stay or go back to the Argama, and like Camille, who is kind of now a war crimes adult, gets to go and join their squadron and like be one of them. Um. Which I just wanted to just had some thoughts about that there. Yeah. Hmm. Um, but yeah, and then we cut to Haman who is sitting in a darkened room. Except actually we don't cut to Haman, we just talk to we cut to people talking to Haman and we don't yeah. see her yeah. for a while. Um, yeah, um, but Eva does send her a bowl of fruit. Yeah, yeah. very nice. <laughs> she she sends her an edible arrangement. Yeah. The fruits basket. Um, it's a it's it's fruits basket from Gundam. <laughs> um and like when we do see her, she's basically talking that she like she's convinced that she also has to kill Camille Bidon. Camille Biden's our real target. Yeah, here. like she yeah. is. She has acknowledged that Camille is truly the power of Auk. Uh, that anything else is a distraction. Char doesn't fucking matter now. Grips doesn't matter. Uh, she needs to. She's acknowledging that like of the people on the playing field, the like it's her. It's Sirocco, it's Camille. Nobody else is worth mm-hmm. like worrying about. Jared is right. Kind of, it's kind of, kind of like um, kind of like Camille has sort of become Shara in this moment. Bruh. This is justified Jared the whole time. 
Uh, yeah, that's really the takeaway we need to take away from the scene is that Jared was right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and then we get where Aes captured Grips too, and now they got to chase after Axis because that thing is going to smash right into Granada. Yeah. Um, we do get the bad line of Bright ordering Fa and Cats the Bridge for corrections, but thankfully oh, we don't God. see it happen. Instead, we cut to Camille in the mess hall where Char gives him a soda. He gives him yeah. a McDaniel Sprite. Sprite. Yeah, Sprite-o. and we get... Maybe the most depressing exchange in this oh, entire show geez. so far. Um, Camille says... Well, so uh, far. Yeah. yeah, so far. It's doing a lot of legwork. Yeah. <laughs> um, Camille says, I had the chance, but I couldn't kill Haman. Uh, don't worry about it. Uh, I might have to do it myself, is what Shar responds with. But uh, Camille says, my fragile feelings lost her intense will. That's all. Uh, yeah. And then that's dangerous, Camille. Uh, you're following in the footsteps of Amuro Ray, uh, Amuro Ray which is just like... Who? <laughs> I yeah. So so yeah. Like, and the something says you're going down the same path as Amuro Ray. Like, oh, Amuro was fucking depressed for seven years before he could. I don't know. Fucking, I can't remember what he says. But I like. I struggle to comp. Maybe I'm just not. I just don't think about Amuro Ray ever on a day to day basis. But like, you, how is this relevant? Sure. The, so here's. I think we're gonna. This ties more into uh, the end of the next episode for me uh-huh uh but it's the difference between char and amuro um mm-hmm. is that when lala died char or amuro was a fucking wreck and pulled away from society mm-hmm. that's why he didn't do anything for seven years until a bunch of people insulted him and spit on him until he joined Karaba. um right whereas char like went through the same trauma and instead buried it deep down never thought about it again and continued to be a soldier and fight for the au um, and I okay, think, but how does this relate to the end of the next episode? We'll we'll get we'll get there. <laughs> we'll get there. Yeah. But I think an, an yeah. important yeah yeah I th- uh, an important sub note is that he specifically says Amr went through seven years of agony. Yeah, like Camille, you're going to get hurt doing this. Yeah, I I think the thing that like Shar is trying to prep Camille for is that you know you can't you can't like bring your emotion into this. You have to be just kind of like numb and cold and do what you need to do. Uh, and that's how they, and you know, that's how you can live with it. And you can be a perfect soldier. Like I am. Um, mm-hmm. I have more to say about this at the end of the next episode. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what? yeah. I, I don't see how that's, <laughs> you know, okay. The really important, the really, really important oh, yes, yes, that yes, we yes, got to yes, talk yes, about yes. at the end of this episode is the the kids come in they drag Camille off to play cards Camille sees one final moment of happiness the last one he ever feels about the prospect of playing cards with the kids and then Haru comes in oh god I, I don't know if there's a I don't know if there's a Haru soundboard for what he says I, I oh, don't have these Haru. recorded but Haru does say cards cards Char cards it's so good I love Haru calling <laughs> love him Char Char cards Stan, Stan Haru Stan, yeah. Stan Haru Stan Hara. This uh, is like legitimately like the the they draw such the perfect like smile on Camille's face for the situation. It is just perfect to look at. It completely encapsulates time. like how I think that Camille feels right now. Mm. And I'm glad he does get this happy moment right now. At the, least. La- the last one he'll ever get. <laughs> the people who do the drawings for this show, they're pretty good at at just having a drawing that makes you know exactly how a person is feeling, she says, looking at the cap from the end of the next episode that's in our chat right now. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. Uh, hey, what's the last episode, Colin? Are we ready? I'm ready. I mean, right. no, but let's do it anyway. <laughs> 
The Mirror of Rosamia. So, the Argaba is trying to figure out how to stop Axis from colliding with Granada City. Uh, Camille is kind of just really fucked up over war right now. Also, the Psycho Gundam Mark II is here, and Rosamia is the pilot. Uh, Bass sends her to Axis to destroy Zeta and the Argama, while the Argama tries to use Axis's communication facilities to contact Grips2 uh, to shoot Axis and take care of the problem. Uh, Camille keeps sensing her, uh, but is confused because he continually senses four as well. Uh, Requa leads a surprise attack against Basque uh, after Rosamia reaches Axis, uh, where she and Camille begin to fight. Uh, they take the fight on foot to the inside of uh, Axis, where Fa tries to stop Rosamia by deprogram uh, deprogramming her with a yo-yo. Uh, as they take the fight back into space, Camille finally works up the resolve and destroys uh, Psycho Mark II and kills Rosamia, uh, while Requa kills Basque and retreats. Uh, Grips 2 finally fire, saving the Moom and diverting Axis. Yeah, this is a wild-ass episode. <laughs> it just, just keeps happening it, again. Uh, it's it's happening again. I, as much as I love to see Psycho Gundam Mark II, I personally think it looks cooler than Part 1, only because it has Ava face. Um, <laughs> this episode did not need to happen at all. Uh, what if it was purple? Um, <laughs> what if it was Okay, yeah, you got, got me there, got purple. me there. Uh, here's the thing. Uh, the Argama has landed in Axis, uh, and they <laughs> are nobody's there. Um, and they're just figuring out how the fuck they're going to get it away from the moon. It's too close to the moon for them to use a nuclear explosion to move it. Um, and mm-hmm. the Manovsky particles are too dense for uh, the Arkema or the Radish to contact Grips 2 to shoot it with a colony laser, uh, yeah. which is just a rough time. <laughs> yeah, we do hear them sort of like say, like, we could try using the communications array within the Axis to communicate with Grips 2. It's like, oh, that's a nice way to set that up. Yeah, and basically Torres is going to work on this for the next 23 minutes of animation, and, uh... Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, really, I really wondered, like, because well, I'm not really paying attention to this part, I'm just sort of kind of recovering from last episode and also thinking about the things that might possibly happen in the rest of the episode when I was taking <laughs> notes on this. Who um, so I was kind of, at the end the laser happened. I was like, "Where the fuck did the laser come from? What? What's going on?" <laughs> like I didn't actually realize they were parked inside Axis. Yeah, I was too busy thinking about the mental health of my children. It was well, yeah, mental health of your it. children. Um, Camille is still beating himself up for not killing Haman when he had the chance. Yeah, he's just like sort of like he's like meandering around the ship, not looking where he's going. Yeah, he ends up bumping into Fa in the hallway, and like you know they have this embrace, and like right away. God, God, Fa's like, oh, you know, after the war, Camille, were things returned to normal? And Camille's like, no. Well, well, I think I think this is actually, like, really good. I think this is a good change in Camille. Um, like, Sarah, go for it. Uh. Well, because she starts fucking talking about school. She's like, oh, yeah, like, remember, I can't wait to, like, if after this is all over, we're going to be, huh, we're going to be back at school. We're going to be in gym class. Isn't that going to be so weird? And, like... The overwhelming vibe I get from Camille is that, like, this boy has no intention of going back to school. What? Like, Camille is not going to fucking do that. The thing that's really important for me uh, here is, like, at least in the sub, Fa ends it with, like, and we'll go back to fighting over nothing again. And, like, when Camille responds to that with things won't go back the way they were because now I have a better understanding of my duty. And he is just, like, just intently and emotionally staring into Fa's eyes. I think this is like Camille telling Fa that he understands like what the the person that he needs to be in a relationship with her and he doesn't want things to go back to the way they were before because he wants to like actually have a good respectful relationship with her. That's my read on this. Is it's 
it's Camille like telling it. I thought whenever he was like, well, now I have a purpose in life. I thought his purpose in life was to fucking die in the blood space war and not have to go back to school. But I, I think I think it's equal parts that. But I also feel like this is like this is the closest Camille is going to get to telling Fa that like he is going to treat her better from now on. Like he is he is I mean, under he so. understands their relationship and he understands that he has more to live up to than he has before. And he doesn't want things to go back to to quote unquote normal. Like he wants them to be better. <laughs> Listen, at this point, I'm my my like the my personal odds of Camille surviving Zeta got them are like pretty. Like <laughs> I'll send you twenty dollars, Colin. Like and that's an unfair <laughs> bet because you know how this anime ends. And I don't <laughs> You are welcome. You are welcome to say that you will send me twenty dollars if Camille survives. I will. T- I will take that bet. <laughs> oh, I feel like I've been cheated. Um, it's just. It's just okay. But will you send me twenty dollars if he doesn't? Uh, no. But I'll make you more Hongguan juice. Thanks. Okay. <laughs> there you go. It's all. It's all about the juice. Yeah. It's all about the juice at the end of the day. It's soup time. <laughs> uh oh, sisters! It's Psycho Mark Two. It's Psycho Mark Two is here. I like I it. I think that the reason that I love the Psycho Mark II so much is simply because the sickest ever guitar riff plays when it's introduced. Yeah! <laughs> it's good! It's like, oh, you know it's evil because it's like scary guitar chords. It's just this, this, this slow pan up. It's like thick purple thighs. Mm. Um, just mm. the best. I'm like, hell yeah, hell yeah, hell yeah, hell yeah. yeah. Wow, cool robot. Um, we do get the most cursed several reveals in a row. Uh, Rosamia is oh God, the pilot yeah. of Psycho Gundam Mark II. Basque Yikes. is in command of it. Yazan is still Yikes. alive in, in, in a supporting Yay. role for this. And they have reprogrammed Rosamia to think that Gates is her brother. <laughs> yikes, yikes, yikes. Yeah, I guess just, you know, she's got to have a brother. They could just reassign her brothers it's fine normal it's 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 like when you program and there's like some something has some sort of like wild dependency it's like you don't know like you look at video games like oh yeah we can't delete this one share in the room we don't know why but if we delete it everything goes to shit rosamia has to think she has a brother for her to work (laughs) (laughs) yeah she doesn't have a brother she starts clipping through walls yeah (laughs) yeah um, well if she didn't have a brother who would tell her uh the the particulars of her mission to go to axis find zeta and destroy zeta and the argama (laughs) Yeah, do the do what Jared has to do. Where is Jared? Where the hell is that boy? Jared's on the Alexandria, and he's being conven- right. He's conveniently away from all of the uh, Titans people who are dying currently, so he can be the one alive next episode. <laughs> Thank oh, God. Fuck, so he is. <laughs> I miss. I miss my son. Um. So yeah, they Rosamia is like heading off to try to go to Axis, find destroy Zeta. Um, we see Fa and Torres and some more AU people have infiltrated Axis itself. Yeah, no, they're going they're shopping. Like, yeah. They're going shopping. They're in the residential district. The signs are all nonsense. Maybe Cyrillic. Impossible to say. <laughs> yeah, there's uh, there they walk through at some. I guess not immediately, but at some point they walk through an airlock that has Danger uh, or Dang on one Deng. side, and then Deng. fake Deng. Cyrillic Deng. on the other side. <laughs> Dange. Dange. Don't. It's just it's just the Axis sort of local dialect. Oh, Dunga, get out of my Axis. <laughs> get out of my Axis. Oh, um, and they're they're exploring around. They're, you know, Taurus is going to find the comms facility. Um, and, like, we cut over to Camille as, like, seatbelt buckled in bed trying to rest. Because I, I, that's a cute touch because, again, gravity or, or the lack thereof. 
new types have layers. Oh, fuck. <laughs> oh, shit. Some of you may die in the grips conflict, but that is a sacrifice I'm willing to make. God. Yeah, he's just belted in, and he's like, I'm, I'm done with this. I am fed up with being in this bed. Uh. Here's a certain voice. I, I don't know if either of y'all have been on boat. Uh, I've been on enough boats to know that I would rather die than go on boat. Okay, again. have you slept on a boat? I've never slept I... on a boat, but I have been on boats for like upwards of eight hours. <laughs> yeah, so like I like I think I have seen when you go on boat and there's bed, there is sometimes like a little seatbelt you can just like in case there's boat rock. So that's why on old boats they would sleep in those like sort of like really curvy wide hammocks that like basically wrap themselves around you, so that no matter how the boat rocks, you'll always be sort of like. Um, what's the word? What's the word? Gyroscope downwards, yeah. so you can fall out. You'll always be enveloped. <laughs> you yeah. always be enveloped in the boat hammock. Um, but Camille is woken. He gets up in a seatbelt because he hears a voice. Who could it be? He, um, he thinks it's four. He thinks it's four. Um, smash cut to the Psycho Gundam firing on Axis. Oops. <laughs> yep. Oops. Yeah. Just shooting the hole. I love that they sort of like evolved. And again, Psycho Mark II, I believe, does still have the fingertip. Um, beam launchers, but they've evolved for the 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 entire hand unhinges and it like blasts out of the wrist. Yeah, she just kind like, of like more flops lasers. her wrist and the whole hand comes off and there's gun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so no hand. <laughs> so no, so, so, so no hand. More like so no leg. Am I right, gamers? Yeah. Um, hey. It's a bit of foreshadowing for their yeah. listeners. Uh, Four. Gates Four? does lose Shut his away. connection to Rosamia, so she's kind of lost in the sauce out here because the the Minofsky yeah. particles are just too dense. <laughs> Sorry, I just realized foreshadowing is what happens in this whole episode. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone is shadowed by Four's massive uh, new type psychic ghost brain uh, Big, at all times. Small, sexy brain. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Four would have had a great time facing off against Haman and Pathmas, wouldn't she? Yeah. Um, maybe, you never know. Maybe she's still will. I'm sure she's still around. Yeah. She's probably, uh, she's probably fine. Also, <laughs> while all of this is happening, Basque, uh, like, like his uh, team notices a a group of Titans mobile suits moving in, but they're they're on radio silent, and so he's assumed that it's a Sirocco team come to kill him. Um, so he sends <laughs> Yuzan out to take care of them. Um, Pretty good he's, assumption. Yeah. He's right. <laughs> I I also I love I love this that Patmos is now like he's not like. You know, he, he lied on air saying that Haman killed uh, Hyman, but now he's like, I'm also going to kill Basque. I'm still doing it, baby. You know how yeah. I be. Yeah. <laughs> Good for him. Um, yeah. But yeah, like, so, yeah, because Fa cries out for help uh, from Camille. Um, mm. It's like, at first, like, because when, like, those rocks fall and she's cries out for Camille, I'm like, mid. But to be fair to her, Camille always can hear her when she cries out for help. So I just kind of feel like she's developed this instinctive reaction to just call Camille no matter what. Yeah. Yeah. They're in private chat, so they always get notifications. Um, And yeah, so I think at some point Camille launches, right? Did, it, yes. did we as skip he, anything? Yeah, he, he, no, no, no. He launches. And as he's launching, he's like, he's like, why am I hearing Thor's voice right now? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And also, like, whenever he is about to launch, like, we cut to command and command center are like, oh, fuck, oh, my God, we really need someone to launch right now. Uh, and Jen yeah. just Camille comes on the phone like, I'm launching. And yeah. I'm like, oh, thank fuck. Like, um, thank God. Also, the the first of many times where Gates is trying to figure out what the fuck is going on and just we see Rosamia's lips become superimposed on the screen as she psychically tells him that she's found the Argama and is going to attack it. <laughs> yeah, it's just kind of like... This whole episode has a Snapchat, fil- Snapchat filter over it that's just like, <laughs> R- Rosamie, 
<laughs> or one yeah. of those weird Instagram things that just make you into a strange pink floating Rosamie that floats over the screen. Also, turns you into Gundam. Can, can I say how confusing and stupid it is that like Rosamie with like like Rosamie is the Titans pilot, whereas Rosamia is the one that believes that like uh, 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 fucking Camille was her brother and. It's like they don't stick to it consistently enough, and it's so confusing, and it would have been better if they made them much more separate, different names. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's literally, weird. up until this episode, I just thought it was a translation inconsistency. <laughs> like, no. literally. Yeah. She just has two different names that sound almost exactly the same and mean completely different things yeah, to her. Yeah, she has two different names that are only two letters different. Uh. Mm-hmm. This wouldn't have been a problem if she was named after Rosalita Bruce Springsteen song. <laughs> uh, but Rosa yeah. and Lita, perfect. Yeah. Hey! Uh, Zeta finally realizes that it isn't four in the Psycho Gundam Mark II, and they begin to do a good fight. Uh, yeah, it's yeah. so cool. It's good fucking fight. Oh, yeah. yeah. We get a cool Star Wars trench run scene. Uh, yeah. I love that. Yeah. It's really sick. As, like, Psycho's, like, bearing down on him from above. Yeah. I'm like, I love that just, like, Psycho can't fit in the canyon, so like That's Zeta cute. Gundam just kind of like schnooks down into it and just like runs along, and it's so fucking cool. Ah! Yeah, yeah. Um, and like it, wow, he, cool, he, cool. he's like he goes into the Death Star exhaust hatch, <laughs> um, and like we see him like sort of like slash. I don't know if it's like that he can't fit to show how small it is, but like he does oh. it, and also sort of like slashes, which causes the shutter to close as the Psycho Gundam dies into it too. Yeah, this is Camille's this trick. is one hundred percent in Star Wars. You uh, blow up the console to make the door close. Okay, uh, <laughs> all right, that's what I thought it was. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, and it's it, simply yeah, Star Wars. It, it traps Psycho Gundam Mark II's leg in the like in in the door of the tunnel. It can't maneuver in such a tight space. And so uh, Camille hops out of the cockpit to check out who the pilot is. And it is just, it, I mean, it is very cool. And this is always cool whenever this happens in like any movie or thing. Whenever just like the big bad nasty thing is like trapped and can't move. So the, the like quote unquote good guy just kind of stands there just out of reach. And goes yeah. to inspect it. It's, it's always, it's always good to me. It's it, always cool. It works cool. for a reason. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But Rosamie also gets out and they have a cool fit, pistol fight. Uh... <laughs> Mm. Yeah. They have like a zero gravity aggressive cuddle. Yeah, it's 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 literally Amuro and Shar again. Yeah, uh, Camille does a very like cool shot where he just barely grazes her helmet with a pistol shot to like throw her mm. off balance, so then he can like like tackle and grab her uh, to like confirm that yes, it is Rosamie. <laughs> and he just fucking like wraps his legs around her torso. Yeah, yeah, puts her in a kimura. Well, it's great. We, yeah. we know he's a judo master. He knows how to he knows how to do That's this. True, I forgot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and yeah, he's like, he, he realizes that she's still on the whole brother thing. So he's like, I'm your brother. I'm your brother. But like, as he's doing this, like he also is hearing Forrest's voice saying like, we're finally together. I'm never going to let you go, Camille. Yeah. So he's all fucked up too. Yeah. Because it's like, he's having, he is very much having a conversation with two girls at once here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, um, five girls at once. Cause one girl is four. Okay. Oh yeah. 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 Sure, sure. Yeah. Of course. Um, <laughs> but it, like, it was quite unclear to me bef- like beforehand whether he thought that four was actually piloting the psycho gundam or if he thought that rosamie was piloted piloting it but then was like why am i hearing four's vibes and it kind of feels like it was the latter one there's three mm. different ways that i think you can take this and i don't think there's ever a definitive answer in zeta or really any Gundam. I feel like this is like this is the biggest hanging thread in Gundam. Like even uh 
uh, like Gundam narrative is probably the the Gundam that has like talked about cyber new types the most after this in Double Zeta, and still does not make me believe anything about what is actually going on here. But I feel yeah. like we have three different things. Um, either this is Four's new type space ghost interceding to try and help out, mm. or this is the kind of the Four persona and like the soul of Four is a thing that is imprinted onto these cyber new type girls the Titans have been developing. So they're all basically the same person. So there's uh-huh. always going to be a core of four in there. Or, that's, that's, I'm leaning more towards the latter uh, personally. The, the, I mean, to be honest, personally, I'm leaning towards that Camille is just McFucking losing it because he's been in war too long. Yeah. Eh, well, you know, the, could say. the thing that I lean towards is that this is the Psycho Gundam Mark II. They probably used recovered um, like bits oh. of the Psycho frame from the original Psycho Gundam. And so it's the 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 soul and like personality of four that was in the Psycho Gundam that is now reaching out through the Psycho Gundam Mark II. It's, that's, it's, it still smells like four a little bit. Yeah, that's that's kind mm-hmm. of where I'm at, either between like one and three on that. But also I really do like the idea that they are just like carbon copying printing fours uh for all of these yeah. new girls <laughs> c- c- counter counterfeit four manufacturing <laughs> yeah yeah you know it's probably like you know if you put like a really old camembert in like a tub like that tub's gonna smell like that for months afterwards you can't yeah, get that yeah, out. yeah yeah you can't get that smell out. Yeah. um you yeah when you have when you have the uh the tupperware that's eternally stained red by the spaghetti yeah we get it exactly yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, the spaghetti from when Camille and Haman faced But off. actually, um, the other thing I wanted to say about the Four Rosemary stuff while we're here on it is that, um, a lot of the conversations that the stuff that, like, Rosemary says or that Camille says to Rosemary is like, hey, like, oh no, no, it's Rosemary who's like, you're not my brother, my memories are un- Fuck, what is it? I can't remember what it is, but she starts talking about, like, fake memories, and someone's talking about how, like, all her memories have been, like, implanted into her. You're, oh, you're, and, you're getting that, ahead of yourself, because like, this is... Yeah, that, you're talking about the Fa Yo-Yo uh, hypnotism scene, which is the best scene in all of Gundam. <laughs> <laughs> it's so stupid. Um, but yeah, eventually, uh, uh, Rosavia gets sucked out through, uh, like, an airlock or something. Uh, and, uh, we're, we're left to a different scene. Uh. <laughs> I think, like, we just kind of cut right over, because, like, yeah. they get stuck through an airlock, and, like, we immediately see Rosamie, like, sort of, like, wobbling, walking away, and she's in the residential district where the AU people are. This is where we see Dang. <laughs> we see Dang. Dang. <laughs> uh, and she sees Fa in, like, a clothing shop, or a toy store, I guess? It's a toy store, There's, yeah. like, a, there's, I, I think, every time I see that mannequin out front, I think it's a clothing store. Yeah. Um. But it's a toy story. I mean, whatever in. it is, it's fucking terrifying. This <laughs> is the scariest yeah. scene in this show. Oh, yeah. We go in and, like, she has a gun and she's, like, holding a gun at, fa- at Fa. And she, like, shoots at Fa and Fa dodges and hits a clown. And the clown, like, does, like, the... <laughs> yeah. And, like, the oil leaks out of the clown's eye where it was shot. And it's, like, really weirdly gruesome. Why did the head of the clown have oil in it? I don't understand. <laughs> the reason? 
that I don't know what the fuck happened in this scene is because any time anything happened is just like Faz talking and it's just the client's head is going up and down very slowly in the background and it's the only thing that I can possibly look at because like I have to keep my eye on any thread and that client is extremely threatening. We've, very it's distressing. like the same thing the same thing affecting Rosa Mia with four yo-yoing is the clown yo-yoing its head so yeah, you the, can get the client is yo-yoing it. me. We have entered Sagi the Dark Carnival. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, and like Camille's running after them, right? Yeah. And then Fa, for, Fa just has this Jimmy Neutron-ass brain blast where it's like, huh, what if a yo-yo? Well, well, and it works. Really important first, uh, Camille only goes into the toy shop because he sees four in it. But it's actually right. oh right 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 right, yeah. right 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 like like uh, Camille is full on having like full visual hallucinations of four right now. He's normal. Yeah, um, but normal boy. yeah, Fog yeah, and, like, does. It's sort of it feels like that whenever he looks like through the shop window, it's four. But then when he goes into the shop, it's Rosamie. Yeah, yeah, and stuff he like needs that. A look, he realizes. Um, as as we know, planes of glass are frequently treated like uh um you know transitory spaces in film. Uh, it's good. Yeah, it's, that, that, it's a mirror of Rosamia. Yeah, th- yeah, the one way mirror of Rosamia. Yeah. Uh, Fod does pull a yo-yo out. Rosamie thinks that it's a gun and tells her to put it down. But Fod just starts yo-yoing, and he just, just, like he just wouldn't stop yoing. <laughs> The, the facial expression on Rosamia in these scenes is, like, really interesting to me because she has this, like, really, really intense, like, concentration on her face. But then you can see how calm she is just, like, moving her eyes up and down to yo-yo. It's, re- like, I, I didn't take a screenshot of it, but, like, her face is just really, like, I feel um, very deliberately drawn in a way that makes you sort of, like, feel how weirdly, like, uncomfortable yet sedated she is in that moment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Remind me, uh, like, in a couple hours to take a screenshot of it, because it's very, very weird. Yeah. yeah, it's almost like the people do the drawings good. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Fa, yeah, Fod delivers her whole screed about how, like, this whole cyber new type new mm. type thing is fake. It's just a number of different ways that, that people are sending normal people to go to war and kill each other. <laughs> Oops. So, yeah, the note that I have here is, like... So Rosamie has false memories. Did they take Four's memories out of Four and put them into Rosamie? What is going on? What the hap is fucking? Were Four's oh. memories even real to begin with? Is this just a blanket copy of false false memories they put into the psychic new type girl? Like, uh, how can eyes be real if our brains aren't real? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, th- this is where uh, Rosamie says, "I'm Rosamia, not Rosamie," and I'm just like, "Oh fuck, fuck Are the you show." Though? And I say, what? Those are the yeah, same name. Huh? Fuck you. You said the same name twice. Rosamie, come back. Yeah. But what is the same off. name? Hmm. Four is a different name to that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because that's different. what Camille yells after her when yeah. she runs away. And, and Camille does see her change in and out of four form. And I think the biggest difference is that Rosamie ha- has regular boots on, but four has heels in her boots, which I think is just well, a nice touch. Yeah. Uh-huh. Four's, four's jumpsuit is blue as well. Rosamie's is black. Yeah. They're um, simply two um, girls. They're Five simply girls, two sorry. girls. There's simply five girls. And, and like, as Camille runs off yelling after f- f- four, Fa's like, what the fuck? Why, why is he saying four? Yeah. This boy ain't right. Just the way she says it as well is just, it's kind of badly done because she's like, whoa, that was Rosamia. But I could have sworn I just heard Camille call her four. And <laughs> Isn't that a pickle? That's so weird. And it's kind of, it's very clumsy. 
I, like, I, I, I think I this know. isn't like a Disney Channel show. Yeah, I yeah. think something like that needed to be said so that we know that like Fa isn't super new type brain. We we know that Fa is like more normal than Camila's yeah. right. Yeah, but now. also yeah. they could have done it without just making Fa seem like an idiot who doesn't know what things are. Uh, yeah. Certainly, Fa has said more about the material circumstances of the working class in the past minute than anyone has said in this entire fucking oh. show. <laughs> Big if true. Thank um, you, Fa. So they they return to their suits, and Rosamia is like flying off, crying after her brother, and she activates laser light show mode. Yeah. Oh, also, uh, uh, very important. Gates and Rekua are fighting right now as well, and Gates keeps getting like distracted by Rosamia's like oh, psychic right. broadcasts to him. Uh, She's like spamming the chat. Rosa Mia, stop spamming the yeah. chat. Yeah. She, she also shoots her. She's just going to turn off notifications. <laughs> at Gates, where are you? At Gates, where are you? At Gates, where are you? Rosa Mia would totally be the kind of person that uses at everyone for every single post that she makes oh, in the Discord. Oh, God, don't call it. I'm going to get mad thinking that about that. That is the function of the Psycho Gundam if you think about it. Wow. <laughs> Damn, it really is. Yeah, sure. Paptus has a special at everyone for like the entire region. Yeah, he can at multiple discords at once. <laughs> um, here's here's the fucked up thing about the Zeta Discord is that everybody has a specific role that they're in the Zeta Discord, and the Psycho Gundam is allowed to just at that one role whenever they want. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh. <laughs> um, she's freaking out. You know, and and she and Camille's flying after, and he sees four saying like, "What does four say?" Four um is I forget what four says, but then he also sees Sarah saying, "Help!" Yeah, yeah, it, just it, just yeah. threw another girl in here. Yeah, he's seeing another four girl. and Sarah basically say like, "Help! You have to stop this!" Like they're both mm-hmm. telling him to do it. <laughs> and it's like if there's like a kind of like a separation between like <laughs> Rosami and Rosamia. Um, because mm. it's like there's the Rosami who's like in the Psycho Gundam, like screaming out, "Somebody help me!" And then there's the Rosami who is like ghost, ghost projecting herself towards Camille, yeah. being like, "Camille, please help." Yeah, it's it's almost mm-hmm. like like Rose, like you know, Rosami is in in the Psycho. I can't even keep track of which one is which. I'm just gonna commit to saying Rosami's in the Psycho Gundam, while Rosamia is like one foot in the Psycho Gundam, one foot in the hot tub. And so now the mm-hmm. all the other girls in the hot tub are trying to help out with the situation because like they're not gonna leave their girl like high and dry like that. They're also gonna tell Camille that he needs to do something about this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, homies look out for homies. Yeah. Yeah, and she's like firing on the Argama. It's like you know. Bl- anyway, I started blasting Danny via yeah. voice. Yeah, because like the Argama like accidentally flies into the Psycho 2's like field of fire as it's just shooting everywhere. <laughs> hmm. Yeah, and it's kind of the the final thing that Camille says here is he says, "Please, just one more time, become my sister Rosami again," which which kind of uh, kind of got me. Yeah, Oof. pretty good there. Uh, we also keep getting these like interspersed shots of Axis being closer and closer to the moon and closer and closer to Granada to like really up the fucking stakes and tension going on. Like, I don't think I noticed. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is like dangerously close to Granada yeah. at this point. Like a couple minutes away from impact, I imagine. Yeah. Um, um, but uh, yeah, uh, Rosemi goes to charge the Argama and Camille lines a shot up. And I know what I must do. Four it's tells him to again. take it. Uh, make it hurt. Do it. Make it count. Quickly. Kill me in one shot. He Take the shots. Shoot. He shoots, and we see it hit the Psycho Gundam, and we see the silhouette of Rosamie being launched from the cockpit. Uh, the, the cockpit, and <laughs> cockpit. it's happening she looks, again. She looks so it's, it calm. Again. It's, it's happening, happening again. again. It's, God. 
it's happening it's, again. It's it's what you say. <laughs> it's happening again. 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 I feel like I'm on NART. <laughs> Opa Gundam style. Uh, hi, Opa Gundam I'm Colin. Style, my everyone. pronouns are they and them. Uh, these are my co-hosts, uh, Sarah. Hey, I'm Stop. Sarah. My pronouns are she and they. Uh, welcome to Welcome to Robot. Yeah. Uh, I want to go back in the soup. Max, Max, uh, you want to introduce yourself for Welcome Robot? Yeah, hi, I'm Max, uh, he, him pronouns. I feel like I just got shot in the back of the head by a laser. Oh, that's um, that's I'm, weird. I'm, we I'm haven't, good now. I'm uh, fine We haven't gotten to that episode yet, Max. Um, yeah, we. Uh, I can't wait to talk about the episodes this week. We watched some... <laughs> Getting a little ahead of myself. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, they they introduced this new character called Rosa, Rosa Mia in this. We're about to head to San Francisco. Um, um. Oh, real real quick before we do that. Um, have either of you guys seen my brother? Who? Your brother? My, you know my brother. Your brother. Your you have a brother? brother? Yeah, I've always had a brother. What are you talking about? Your brother, brother. Uh, Maximi. <laughs> <laughs> no, my brother Camille. <laughs> You tell me you don't know about my brother? Oh, wait, oh yeah, Camille is your brother that's alive, not your brother that's crushed under under um uh you know a destroyed building that the Zeta Gundam destroyed, right, Max? Because you have to you have to what? kill the Zeta Gundam. Wait, 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 wait. Maximi? What's a? I'm sorry, Gundam? Max, I don't, Ma- what's, Maximi? What's a? What's a Gundam? M- Maximi, do you not remember when the Zeta Gundam made the Skyfall? Max, the Zeta Gundam made the uh. Skyfall. You have to stop it. <laughs> my almonds. <laughs> my almonds. <laughs> God. All right, what the fuck is up, Julius? Hello, and welcome to Pot of Green. No, 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 no. <laughs> I'm getting sweaty. You can't come and grab your friends. I'm so glad to have Max and Sarah on tonight for Meta Watch. Um, we watched some really great episodes tonight. Uh, Icky and Meta B really got up to some crazy stuff. Uh, I gotta say, I have been like eager to come on this episode, this this podcast, because like I keep hearing you talk about wonderful B Meta B, and I am. So excited to finally meet him. Oh, yeah. I mean, you know, he has, uh, it's, you know, he does have the metaphors. He has a rare metal, which allows him to just, uh, you know, uh, exert great, like, just absolutely amazing abilities and attacks that just seem to exude from him. Just, they just, uh, you know, they just come out of his mind. They just exude from his power. Like Camille and Zeta Gundam, you have to stop them, Maximi. He's going to make the sky fall. Hi, my name is Sarah, my pronouns are she and they, and I will never believe it! And hi, my, na- my name is Colin, and my pronouns are they and them, and I also will never believe it. Hi, I'm Max, my pronouns are he and him, and I'm, I'm, I think I'm a little confused here. I thought you wanted to come, me to come on the show for me to talk about what fashion I wear. Oh, yeah, 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 this, this is on pick. This is a show, fuck, I've forgotten. It's been too long since I've been done on pick. I can't yeah, remember I how I <laughs> Uh, hi, my name is Colin, and uh, I just, you know, Domo uh, Arigato, uh, Mr. Roboto, and here for Creature Culture, I've got uh, my good friend Sarah. <laughs> oh, God. What's happening again? And happening I've got again. Max. I'm here. And yeah, uh, today we're going to be talking about uh, robots. Yeah, I've robots. been, I've actually, um, I'm really glad that you, you picked Fire Emblem for this episode of Slappers Only, Max, because uh, I've been waiting to talk about this soundtrack for weeks and weeks and weeks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's 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 a it's. Mm, mm. Have we run uh, out of podcasts that we do not yet? 
Well, I was gonna do Slappers Only next, and then you and you took that, and I'm like, wait, I'm like definitely out of podcasts that I do. I'm not gonna like pick someone else's podcast that's not even on the show in the first. Sorry, place. I did do that. Um. <laughs> what happened? Hey, what was that? It's happening again. What you say? It happened it's happening again. again. Now, I genuinely don't know if you both planned that out or if you just decided to like own me just in this moment. We planned. Well, you'll never know. We. Oh yeah, I'll never know. Uh, you know, I think a, a vast majority of that was in completely improvised, and maybe just a couple of words were said otherwise. But yeah, no, that was great. Thank you all for that. That was very good. I feel like I genuinely feel like that's the closest a human being can come to entering the soup with someone else. Yeah, uh, that's just uh, entering the soup with someone is just listening to all of their podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> really that's how you get that's how you achieve human empathy oh man uh so yeah we get um camille breathing heavily uh gates is completely overwhelmed at the death of rosamia uh and okay. this is just a bad time uh psycho gun to mark ii is destroyed though um mm-hmm. yeah so like i i don't know so camille mcfucking loses it of course yeah he like he does a big gets, yell like, battle cry as he blasts her head off yeah and like as she dies she's like brother i finally found you whenever camille yells distraught he's drawn exactly like arma and it was very confusing to me i was like arma that purple (laughs) thing from gundam garma garma from gundam garma from gundam so guess he's garma guess he's garma he does like he does like very much he's just blonde garma like gates is just blonde garma mm-hmm. he, they reused the design i like it i like to look at him it's nice hair yeah he's got a little curl like you know an interesting an interesting sort of directorial choice is like after this like you know very agonizing very intense scene Rekua just gets to kill basket it's really sick. oh yeah i know it's so good Rekua just like rolls up on the degosa gear and just like fucking blasts it into the fucking uh cockpit into the into the bridge. she's like Sonic sends his regards. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> I'm glad, uh, you know, uh, turf shit aside, God, I wish... Uh, this is one of the scenes that makes me wish that they, like, took a different direction with... Or, like, a different flavor with Rekua. Because, like, mm-hmm. this is the shit that I want to see Rekua do. Uh, it's, it's effective use of girl power. Yeah, it is an yeah. effective use of girl power. Finally. And, like... As this ha- Yazan's team fucks off to safety, like, oh, good thing... Good thing Yazan, my horrible stinky stinky boy is was out <laughs> battling as this happened he's like oh bye yeah he's gone fuck this toe-headed him. man i'm going away <laughs> uh I, i'm gonna i'm gonna find work with koopa bowser uh and then this is all kind of uh uh punctuated by the colony laser officially firing streaking across from an unknown point hitting access causing a huge explosion and pushing it out of the trajectory of granada and into orbit around the moon Torres yeah. has saved the day. No, Hell the moon yeah, has a moon. Yeah, that's nice. <clears throat> how many? How many layers do you think we can get? Like, can we get the moon's moon a moon? I'm sorry, the moon. Ha- no, the moon has a moon. Oh yeah, so the moon is the moon's moon. Which means that it would the if the moon if the moon's moon is the moon, then the moon's moon would be the mooey. Because the letter get the letter gets shorter at the end, I think is how it works. Uh, well, would it be uh-huh. the would it be the mui or would the would it be the mu- mui? Would it? Oh, wouldn't no, 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 it just you know be, be the you know moon? Be, no, no, 
It would be the moo, and then that moo would get in a moo called a moop, et cetera, et cetera. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. We yeah, figured yeah, it out. Yeah, it's Inception. Yeah, 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 yeah. We did it. Um, um, yeah, it works. Goodbye, Axis. Yeah, back at back at it, back at the base. This uh, that far. Yes, far is talking to Camille. Um, and oh she boy. she's being oh she's boy. being really nice about Rosamie. Oh she's like, oh well, I guess it really wasn't her fault. She was actually really nice in the end, and she just got ah blah 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 blah. blah. Yeah. But Camille, also, like, she's uh, specifically like upset about how harsh she was in Rosamie, how, how harsh she was to Rosamie in like trying to like talk her down and like reprogram her. But like Camille's like, oh no, it's fine. You were right. Like neither new types nor cyber new types are really able to make a difference. All we can do is kill others, right? The only thing we're good for is taking other people's lives. I am smiling so serenely right now. Oh Hi, my God. I'm Camille Bidon, and I'm smiling serenely in a rather creepy way. And I'm Camille Bidon, and I think killing is good. And now we get to the part of why I love Quattro Bagina but hate Char Aznavel, because Char walks up <laughs> behind him with very good, cool, I'm happy about the situation that I made the Gundam Boy face, and says, don't worry about it too much. You know, like if you if you worry too much about killing people, it's just you're, you're going to be in a bad split. You need to be able to deal with it. And Camille tur- turns around and says, you know, if I did, I couldn't live with myself being a new type, could I? So I'm fine. And immediately you see Char just get the most horrified look on his face, realizing... Like, oh, I broke the kid. I broke the kid. He, oh, the kid's broken. Uh-oh. Like, he meant to break the kid, and then he sees what the kid's like once he breaks him. And, like, this Not like is... this. This is why like this. I... Huh. <laughs> <laughs> you fucked up a perfectly good new type, Charaznable. This is I don't think any new type's good, Sarah. This is this is kind of like we had this discussion on the last episode of like you can't accelerate this. If you accelerate making the new type boy, it's no different than making a cyber new type, even if you're not, you know, hypnotizing them or doing experiments on them or filling them full of chemicals or radiation or whatever. Char has done the exact same thing to Camille that they did to Four, that they did to Rosamia. They've broken a person and they've made him psychically powerful, ignoring the fact that it is the long-term societal change and, like, growth and connection. And they took a boy who was fully capable of making these emotional connections with people, of connecting with people, of negotiating with people. He was ready to talk to Haman on an equal level to find a way where they both could exist. And he broke him and turned him into a fucking gun. And that's what's wrong with Char Astabel. It, it's like, <laughs> the, the the problem is that, well, I mean, I feel like at this point the show is telling you that it's bad both ways, but like, the sort of in-fiction view of this is like, it's okay for them to do it this way because it's a quote-unquote natural process. It's not like they took Camille into a lab and stuck needles in his brain. It's like, no, it's fine that it happened this way because he went out in space like we all did. And he did battle like we all did for the greater good. And it's okay that he's broken this way. But, like, the fact that Shar has to now reckon with what he's done is, like, this insanely hard-hitting scene. Um, you know, we got two episodes left, so I'm not going to get too much into this. But I... It always call and it always scares <laughs> the shit out of me when you say that. <laughs> We got two more episodes of this show left, but I think that... Um, Can't I wait to get my $20! The the show is very <laughs> aware of the fact that... Um, uh, uh, they're aware that that's Shara's justification. That this is quote-unquote natural in the same way that in Mobile Suit Gundam, and especially the way that the movie trilogy gave additional kind of commentary to it. That quote-unquote, throwing the boy in the battle to make him a good mm. new type 
is fine. It's natural. It's, you know, we don't have a control over it. He'll be fine. And I think this is, like, I think this is Zeta specifically saying, no, it's the same. Like, it is absolutely mm. the fucking same. Uh, and it's, like, you know, uh, th- this is why they keep repeatedly, like, pointing towards, uh, you know... Oh, can we ad- can we do this quickly? Can we wait for it? You know, what's it, Fa literally saying like, you know, there's no difference the new types new types and cyber new types don't exist. It's just be people being thrown into war. Like this is the message that Zeta is trying to say is that, you know, you can have these loft- lofty like ideals and we should work towards them, but this this modern this pre-postmodern modern idea of of fast revolution and extreme change will only end in tragedy like that's what zeta is trying to say like this this is like zeta is literally being made in the peak period of postmodern like philosophical thought and like mm-hmm. this is it falling in line with <laughs> I, like yeah, yeah so the, the thing that kind of it's the fact that whenever camille says the only thing we're good for is taking other people's lives as in new types like that thought just leaps fire yeah. is like Oh yeah, she's like, I'm out of here. Yeah. I'm not being here. Like, this conversation. She's kind of like haunted, and then she's just replaced by like fucking Shar's hand coming from off screen and like placing itself on Camille's shoulder, and you're like, ah. Um, and then the line he says in the dub is, "Don't lose any sleep over it." Like he he says it really fucking nicely, really like pleasantly. He's like, "Oh, buddy, it'll be gonna be fine." And then just like the thing Camille says is, "It doesn't actually bother me. If it did." I wouldn't be a very effective new type, would I? And it's just mm. very unsubtly slamming home the fact that, like, in this world, the only thing that new types are good for is killing people. Yeah. And it's kind of, again, flashing me back to the thing at the end of 0079, whenever Char was like, oh, the only thing new types are good for is being weapons. And just, like, here we are back at it again. And Char's face be realizing he broke the point just it would be wonderful if zeta actually provided an alternative if we did see perhaps fa using new type stuff to take care of the children like if all she's gonna do is take care of the children at least make that like a useful demonstration of like how empathic connection can be used or Mm. give me something Uh, there's (sighs) there's hmm. so like I like yeah you're you're 100% right. Like think back to like the previous episode we just covered where Haman is the one who breaks out of this this psychic dialogue to to have peace to be the one who is the psychic weapon to use funnels to kill people whereas like Camille was there and ready and waiting to just like connect at the deepest possible emotional level to to like come to an agreement to like find peace between their people. And because he failed to do that, because she broke away from that, and because of this whole thing with Rosamie, because of the influence of Char upon him, all of these other things, he is left with simply, I am a new type, a new type is a weapon, that's what I am. Um, and we have two episodes left, and uh, Sarah, you're go- Sarah, you're gonna like double Zeta. Uh, I don't think you're gonna <laughs> like Zeta, though. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but it's, uh, and, and to that point, I do want to point out, um, you know, we had, what, five years between 0079 and Zeta coming out? Um, uh-huh. The first episode of Double Zeta comes out the week after Zeta ends. Is that... It, 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 
I'm not, you know, actually, I'm not going to ask about like chrono- chronology and timelines there because I'll, I will just kind of watch it and find out. Yeah, but, um, but I, I think it's important as we go into the end of, of Zeta Gundam that Double Zeta has been in, in production for probably a few months now. Like, they go from one show immediately into the next show. They have, like, uh-huh. a week break where they do, like, a weird clip show that kind of explains what the UC universe is. And that's the that's the only, like, that that is the, the transition. Like, this is the most back-to-back any Gundam show has ever been. Um, so, like, yes, like, yeah, it, w- it would be fantastic if in the next two episodes that we saw Fa, like, use true new type stuff in a way that's peaceful. We're not going to get it. I'm going to go ahead and tell you that now. Uh, that's oh, well, not like, going to happen. I'm not expecting that. <laughs> yeah, that, that's, that the bar is way too high. I have no faith in the show whatsoever. Um, basically, anything good or hopeful you should expect from Zeta Gundam, get ready to watch Double Zeta, because Double Zeta is really good. And you're in yeah, a... Yeah, I'll just moment- kick it down the road. And also, yeah. once, I fit, once, once uh, we record, we watch the next, the final three episodes, and we record our episode about them, I will just kind of spend watch all of double zeta in like the whole week oh yeah. god and I then i'm gonna be to like squid <laughs> then i'll be squidward looking outside at patrick and spongebob frolicking and i'm still like i have to watch only three a week <laughs> <laughs> also at the end of my notes i have the note that says camille is dead huh i don't know who this boy <laughs> is but there's no camille left in there the old camille can't come to the phone right now so like can i have my 20 dollars um, it's a lot like it's, <laughs> it's, a it's a lot like Quattro, isn't it? When Quattro yeah, isn't like in Quattro. battle, he's a different person, and like really, the only time we see him truly himself was in battle, and that's similar uh-huh. for Camille now. When Camille's uh-huh. on the ship, he's so oh, I'm happy, I'm a new type, ah. and then we see him in battle, and he actually has clarity and has emotion and and like has sadness and and joy and stuff. And I feel like it's Char has broken this child. It is bad. <laughs> it's not good. Yeah, there's no amount of duct tape that can fix this boy. Uh, Just don't get in a Gundam in the first place is what this boils down to. It's not going to end wow, well. Wow, shitty robots. Uh, okay. Robots Robots are meant to be admired from a distance. I, I, yeah. don't, I don't want to continually say you all need to watch Double Zeta because I know you're going to watch Double Zeta and we're finally in a... <laughs> I have I, I have no choice. We're, we're finally in a fandom that says, oh wait, yes, you should watch Double Zeta because for literally a decade of my life, people told me I should not watch that show. But, you know, Judo Ashta's going to come into your life and things are going to be good again. But right now we have a broken child in the Gundam. <laughs> yeah, we have, we have to push through this last bit and then we can maybe find some happiness. <laughs> God, do we have anything else to say about nope. the, the the death of Camille Badan? Long live Camille Badan. Long live Camille Biden. Um, Fuck you. Do you want to do a segment, Sarah? It's up to you. Oh, I don't have a. I don't have a segment. I forgot okay, about that's... it completely. Also, I have depression. The se- the segment was us telling you that the, that it's bad. <laughs> yeah. Was was your segment just prepping the ooh what you say clip? Because that's valid. Yeah, that's that's what I that's no, the, what the, I did. The, the, yeah. The segment was the actual real life soup that we entered yeah. a while back. <laughs> um. God, that was okay. I know. Like after after I recorded Nightmare and Air with Roy a couple weeks ago, she tweeted out that like that was like one of her top five podcasts ever recording. This is one of my top five podcasts I've ever recorded. Like. That moment was like, wow. This is the types, perfect huh? Zeta podcast. Like, this is <laughs> this is the quintessential Zeta. Like, like fuck, fuck 
uh, Mobile Suit Breakdown. Fuck Great Gundam Project. Fuck anybody <laughs> I, I, I'm else. Behind Colin, I'm behind Colin Wavy and crossing my arms. <laughs> this <laughs> is Declaring war. Like, like, I, you know, those shows, episode to episode, season basis, probably better podcasts. This is the only episode that gets fucking Zeta Gundam. <laughs> <laughs> they may be making several thousand dollars a month on Patreon, but do they got soup? <laughs> I don't think so. They have never entered the soup together. We have. <laughs> we have, and we've come out, I wouldn't say stronger, but different. <laughs> Max, where can people uh, find you on the internet? <laughs> uh, thank you for asking, Colin. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram everywhere else, at Maxie Bajillion. Um, I have, I'll let Sarah introduce one of the shows. Um, my other show is called Slappers Only, a video game music showdown podcast that I do with my friend Jordan. Um, that's on Twitter.com slash Slappers Only Pod or SlappersOnlyPod.com. Well, thank you very much for allowing me to tell the listeners all about the world's only Yu-Gi-Oh! podcast sponsored by KaiboCorp, Pod of Green, now covering GX. It's a very good time to hop on the Pod of Green train if you want to kind of schnick in there. <laughs> and personally, I'm Sarah. I used to do another podcast. You, you, well, first of all, you can find me everywhere on the internet at Sarah McCostumes. You can find my website at sarahmcclintock.com forward slash knitwear if you want to buy some products. I'm going to put some more stuff up there. It's very nice. Sa- Sarah. Sarah, psst, Sarah. Yeah? This episode's going to go up in December. <gasps> and I just want to give everyone, wish everyone, a very, very happy Oturanza. Visit narrowtohead.band. <laughs> Oturanza. Thank you for reminding me, because I did it's forget. A, um, it's really scary hearing you say it out loud. Oturanza. 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 Colin? How about you? Uh, hi, my name is Colin. You can find me on pretty much everywhere at uh, Pagetish, P-A-D-G-E-T-T-I-S-H. Uh, you can also find my um, uh, other podcast, MetaWatch, where me and my uh, co-host Mitch are watching MetaWatch, which is an equally wild time. Not quite as like truly crazy as Zeta Gundam, but uh, we're having a lot of fun with it. I really highly recommend you go check out this kind of like fucking lost pearl of the early 2000s. Uh, It's such a great, weird, like Pokemon-inspired show with robots. Um, I absolutely love it to pieces. Um, Also, uh, I haven't figured out exactly when I'm going to do this, but um, I know we've been in the pandemic for forever, uh, and I have really, really been missing going to bars. And so I think at some point in December, I haven't figured out an exact date, I am going to stream Yakuza 0, and I am going to host a pub crawl. Uh, oh my god. So, you know, <gasps> oh, yeah. know, come out, have some drinks, um, we'll do some karaoke, uh, you know, uh, I'll teach you about various liquors. Maybe somebody's gonna accost us on the way from bar to bar. We'll probably get some from uh, some fried food. Uh, we'll we'll see how it goes. Uh, it should be a great time. Uh, but that's, that is the gift it. I'm gonna try and give to people this Christmas. Uh, <laughs> wow. Oh, um, uh, Max, do we need to call it for questions this week? Um, this week we'll go up. No, we. Um, because if we call okay. it. For questions next week yes then... okay 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 yeah no yeah you're right it's this week it's this week thank yeah you, thank you. i was like so by the time this episode comes up um sunday december whatever um first day of december <clears throat> we will be two weeks out from recording our wrap-up episode uh One week out so what we do since we yeah since we don't do regular questions for every episode 
um, we're going to have a mailbag. So what we will do is there will be a special channel in the Wow Cool Robot Discord, which you can find a link to um, on our Twitter, I believe. Uh, and you can go there and post any questions you want about Zeta. We're going to try and really get through all of them just because it's like one big sort of blowout. We'll be doing a robot tier list. Um, we'll surely be a lot of fighting about that. Um, going over our general thoughts of the show, um, I might also make a Twitter post and people can... Uh, comment there if you aren't on discord or don't want to join our discord for whatever reason it's kind of a scary place i get it i understand <laughs> um so yeah when it, when this episode goes up i believe the question mailbag should be open so and i will make a post when that goes up as well because we record a week in advance so it's always weird playing that out because time's not real i don't acknowledge it as a concept thank you again sarah for letting me know that um and now actually i have a question for you sarah <gasps> what's your robot of the week my robot of the week is this um, Renaissance-style um, kind of droidy thing designed by Rory Bjorkman. I think that's how you say it. There's an umlaut over the O. Um, and yeah, he's just like a... You can find him on Twitter at Rory.Bjorkman, B-J-O-R-K-man. Um, and if you go there, there's just like... It's the second post now, and there's just like this really cool robot like designed after kind of like a renaissance doublet with some suit of armor influences um with a if cool shakespeare had a gundam <laughs> yeah it's like if shakespeare had or possibly was a gundam you know um, william p gundam william p gundam <laughs> <laughs> and this is my robot of the week also That's um beautiful. my second answer is this bender from futurama <laughs> yeah thank you of course yeah you know we, we, we had to cover all our bases here yeah. um well, all right, that'll do it. Thank you all for tuning in. If you're still with us, if you're still able to sort of um, acknowledge us, say hello. Can you still um, see us? Hello? Can you still see us? Can you still hear us? Hello? Are you here? Hello? Are you there? It's happening again. Uh, it's happening As again. As we always say. It's happening again. Hi, my name is Sarah. My... For no, whom no. The it's track happening slaps. again. No. It's happening again. I can't hear Max anymore. Call me Kill Max. It's happening again. I can't oh, hear Max. It's happening again. It's happening.